stay conservative, run the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes it in for his first NFL touchdown. And Pittman takes it inside the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalize Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards. What up, everybody? We're going to have a full house tonight, just so everybody knows. DeMarco just went to go pick up his wife. He'll be right back. Uh, it's good to see everybody. We are the crew. We are back. Uh, it's I don't know the last time we've had everybody on the show, but it's going to be pretty good minute, tonight. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so how's right. everybody doing? Yeah, I think it's been – I know we haven't had a full episode since we partnered with ZTV, so this will be our first one, and it's during the bye week shenanigans, so it's the best time because now we just get to bullshit for – However long we really bullshitting. I love it. Sorry, I'll I'll put I'll put I'll put my money in the jar for that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, for, for y'all who don't know, Matt's on a swear jar program now. So if if you catch him slipping, go ahead and put it in the comments. Make sure he uh, lives up to it. Mainly the big ones, all right. Mainly the big ones. All right. Yeah, I, I think like, I think like damn and hell can fly, right? Like, yeah, I think shit and ass can slide by too. That's just you know whatever. But yeah. Uh, How's everybody doing, man? 500. We are 500. It is great. Um, I haven't watched a Colts game on a Sunday for the last couple of weeks. I've been watching them on Monday, and it's actually been more peaceful. I'll be completely honest. More peaceful to watch it. All stressful, Monday. maybe. Do you, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you already know the outcome. So. Do you shut the notifications off then, or do you kind of keep in touch that way too? Because it would drive so me crazy. I, so I have put my phone away, pretty much. Yeah, I, I try not. I don't look at my phone. I just, you know, see the final score or whatever. Um, I actually turned all my notifications off for ESPN and shit because I got tired of getting those updates, especially when I stream the game. Like, not stream it, but it's not like an on live TV, so yeah. it, it's kind of behind. So I, I always turn off ESPN and stuff because I'm like getting notifications. I'm like, I don't want to know yet, you know. Yeah, but, I I wish I had like the capability, or I guess the the ability as a person to watch it like that, like because I, I know now you watch it more as like analyzing the game right like you go through the the all 22 and see what happened yeah. why it happened i wish so i, I watched the condensed first i do watch yeah. the condensed first which is nice because i'm 40 minutes of frustration rather than yeah three hours of frustration it's it's but, something about like the the masochist in me or whatever i just have to make myself suffer through the colts game and just ride the highs and lows and yell at the tv the whole time every yo, week they piss me off this year that's literally i'll tell you i'll tell you see, my entire see, existence Seeing the offense be terrible on a Monday is a lot better than seeing the offense terrible on a Sunday. So. Yeah, yeah. While it's happening, you just want to you, you want you want everyone gone. You're like, forget this, dude. Let's just especially like if you especially have red last zone up, week. Well, yeah, but especially if you have like so, red zone up and you're watching all these other teams like light it up, and you're just like, what are we doing, man? Like, Bro, it's so annoying because they always put on they always put on like Miami <laughs> or a team that really knows how to score. Or and just they're the fun ones to on watch. red zone. Yes, and yeah. they're, they're over there putting up 70 points on teams. And we're over here, you know, I don't know, struggling against the Patriots. Putting like, up 10. Yeah. yeah, putting up 10. <laughs> we're 10 to 6. Now, granted, this past week was the first time that we really looked like that. I mean, we didn't play great offensively against Carolina, but Kenny Moore took care of that issue for us. So I think this past game was the first one where we've really been like, hey, offense, let's – uh. Let's get it together, man. Up to that point, we're the only team in the league that scored 20 in every game. So 
I, I'll and try to stay off my frustration a little bit. It just looks so be- forced. It looks so forced in Germany for some reason. Everything. Football in general just looks so forced overseas. It does not look right. NFL, listen to me. It doesn't look right. Quit doing it. The teams hate it. <laughs> players hate it. No one wants to do it. I don't know because I, I didn't, I didn't know you feel like that. I would argue like if you go to watch the Mexico games, bro, like that looks legit. Like when they had those games down last year in Mexico. 49ers like, and uh, yeah, was it 49ers like, Green Bay? Those games – those games were legit. Granted, they didn't have to fly very far, but either yeah. way, like those games were legit. Also, the problem with Germany is the problem with Germany is they're playing on a totally different field surface. It's yeah, it's like field, a soccer. Right? It's, it's a, a soccer field. field, bro. That surface is totally different than any football field any of these guys have ever. Played. More dense, like, right? More water. In yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a weird field. Everything's different, so it's like I don't know. So I I don't know it. it I'm a fan of the foreign games. I like the broadcast. I like seeing, you know, the game go international and all the fans. Go, the, the crowd was awesome. Like we, we can get that out of the way. The crowd was super cool. Singing yeah. uh, "Sweet Caroline" while Gardner's fighting for his life. That was that was a highlight for me. Uh, but yeah, I think I think maybe just some adjustments in how they how they plan these games. Like maybe it'd be easier if uh, if they did it like only after a bye week or something like that. I, I don't know. Just give them a little bit more freedom to get there in time to properly plan. Now it's on the coaches when that team goes. So may, maybe we played ourselves in that aspect, but I don't yeah, know. I, I'm really a fan good. of it overall. The only real good thing about it is the games are earlier. So maybe they should just one side to change it. Maybe they should just decide to change the schedule instead of playing at one o'clock. Like they always do. Let's go ahead and play it's morning time games. Yeah. It felt so weird. I liked it. I liked it. I did. Too, and then the, and then the late games will be the one o'clock games, and then you know the, I mean, the Sunday night one game will be like game, yeah. three, it was four dope Because I worked last weekend, and like there's like a contingency of like five or six of us that are Coles fans at work, and like I had the game up on the computer at my workstation watching the game at nine thirty. Yeah. And so people are people are like walking by and they go, "What's the score to the game?" And <laughs> you know, stopping in, sticking sticking their head in in the office little area where I'm set up. But um, yeah, morning like football. Morning football is way better than one, one in the afternoon football. Like now, way I, I know for a fact our, our friends on the West Coast, especially Demarco, will be on a little bit. I know he had to wake up like mad early for the game, so I'm sure not everybody what? is a fan. Like but, six a.m. for that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a, he's a real fan, so he wrote it out. But yeah, I, I, wouldn't I don't know have, if I'd wake I would, up. Like I would have been asleep. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, I'll wake up and have to. That's what I would have watched the next day. Yeah. Yeah, Demarco yeah. had not enough points to keep him awake, bro. I'm amazed you didn't fall asleep and take a nap. You yeah, didn't miss bro. much, man. Like straight up. Hey, speaking of these comments, let's go ahead and get to some of them. Ashley, what's up? Demarco, yeah, what's up? You'll be back. We'll see you here in a minute. Christina, how you doing? Josh, how? What's up, bro? Uh, Brian, yeah, Chargers suck. Uh, Herbert's Nathan, my boy, though. Nathan says he got some facts. Uh, Pittman's 61 catches, 600 plus yards, only two drops. He could be the first person to have 100 catches and 1,000 yards. He could be the first to do it since 2012. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like MPJ's earned his deal, in my opinion. Get um, that thing done ASAP. I, I don't know who the last person was. What's up, Joshua yeah, Merchant? Uh, I didn't see your comment. It's kind of blank, so just so you see that. Uh, what's up? Welcome to the show. Oh, is that, is that stars? Is that them sending yeah. stars? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I didn't know they were blank. Appreciate the stars, man. Hell yeah. 
double yeah. star, a big fan. Nathan, let us know, man. I have no idea who the last person was. Yeah. I, just want that. I, I want to say. T-Y? Not 2012, bro. No, that's T-Y. his second year in the league. No, he was a rookie. Nah. He was a rookie. No, was a rookie. I, I want to say Megatron, but I, I don't know. He was a rookie. He was a rookie in 2012. He was like third string quarterback or third string. Or third, third overall pick or something. Third, third round pick. Right. This is, if this is Colt. Yeah, this is Colt and it's Reggie Wayne, but I. If this is all awesome, yeah, it's Reggie Wayne. Okay, yeah, the goat. Argue why? No, man, Ty didn't. Ty didn't. Not in twenty twelve. Second year, twenty twelve. He, he like popped off almost immediately. That's why I no, said that. It was. It was the next season. Wow, I didn't even know who he was till two thousand thirteen. I didn't realize Reggie went for thirteen hundred in twenty twelve. Hundred his last year. I was about to say, yeah, it was twenty. Well, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Luck ruined his career. Oh, never mind. I said that wrong. My bad. No, Ty Hilton ruined no. Reggie. Andrew, his Andrew Luck underthrew a ten yard route. He went back the opposite way and broke his leg or tore his ACL. That's why Andrew Luck at the end of that okay. play, if you look okay. at him, puts his okay. hand hold on, hold on, that was. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was like that was one of those freak injuries that like I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just messing around. Those, those non those non contact injuries where everybody was like, okay, turf might be a problem. Yeah, and then ten years later, we're still sitting here arguing about turf versus grass when all the players <laughs> say, "Let us play on fucking grass." For real, man, go on Twitter and you see every player talking about, you know, yeah, let's, let's get let's get rid of turf, bro. I love the hair. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't hide that shit, bro. <laughs> I saw that. That man's receding hairlines in the middle of his head. Oh, he's going back to get a hat, bro. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, if he comes back with a hat, that's fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw Reggie, man. Reggie. Oh man, good times. Good times. My wife's cat insists that she's on this show, so. Hello to this bitch. Oh, he you didn't know, come back with a hat. I got two in the back. No, I'm not wearing a hat. I, I don't think you heard what I said. Though. We're getting on you. I care less. Have people knocking on my door. Oh, no. no, no, no. It's too late for that. I had Mormons. Oh, my God. Hey, keep it nine to five, all right? Nah. They're good people. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you All guys right. want to get into it, yeah, this past uh, – I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but the Germany game, uh, <laughs> offense definitely sputtered out. It wasn't uh, wasn't what we've grown to expect from this year. Uh, other than, like, Josh Downs played really well, obviously. Michael Pittman played well. Our rushing attack, though, was not not what we uh, not what we would expect with the backfield that we have. I mean, it's oh. still trying to get back to where Jonathan Taylor used to be. I mean, it's – you can see he's getting there every week, but at the same time, it's like you still got to give him that time to get back in it. And then, you know, if you also got to look at the way Shane runs his offense, it's not a, it's not the same offense every week. He literally changes it weekly. He's he he play he coaches the game. He doesn't coach the team. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think that also helps him and hurts him at the same time because I feel like we've lost a lot of our creativity that we were bringing week to week in the run game that made it different. Granted, you can attribute that to AR, but like at the same time, like I feel like Shane's got to have some more stuff in the bag because like the offense looked dreadful. I mean, at times it was predictable. I mean, there was was no creativity. 
how much of this suit can we attribute to just Belichick defense being Belichick defense, right? Like I know I would, I would say like this year, but sixty percent of that, right? That I don't I don't think it's a it's a coincidence that that's the one game that our offense really yes. hasn't popped off. And as Rick Venturi, as Rick Venturi says every single week, it's the five man front. Yeah, well, so I mean, he says it every week. He's like, oh well, you know, you got to figure out how to run against that five man front against that bare front, and you know, uh, every you know. Bill Belichick ran his own version of the Jaguars' defense. You know, he says it every week about every coach. You're talking about Rick Venturi, the defensive mastermind, who's three and sixty-three as the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Leave that poor man alone. That's yeah, <laughs> that guy. Hey, tell him go that back guy. to talking crap about the Colts and not his coaching record. <laughs> hey, he was worse in college, I think. Oh goodness, man, he's terrible. Or he coached like Northwestern when they were like the losing his friend, losing his. <laughs> Coach or say, college if, in America. If you give me 66 games, I might fuck around and win three, too. Like, <laughs> Rick Venturi's story is Disney original movie worthy, okay? <laughs> up, up, and away. <laughs> That's fantastic. How's Kenny Moore leading nickel corners and tackles? I think he's leading nickel corners in everything. Yeah, he, he was recently rated. I don't, I don't, even, I don't know if it was NFL or if it was – PFF or whatever. Yeah, he was rated as the number ahead. one nickel in like every aspect. Don't agree really with that, good. but it is what it who, is. All right, who would you put over him though? In, yeah, in the nickel, nickel position, corner? who would you put over him? As a nickel corner, just nickel. Get, get We're not talking little... outside. We're not talking DB yeah. overall, but nickel corner, nobody's better. I don't know. Cincinnati's got got one and who's who's as good. What's his name? As good, uh, Mike Hilton. All right. um, <laughs> Um, beyond I don't that, think he's as good though. I think he's solid, bro, but he's, he, he's one of the he's one of the only few that's even like noteworthy. Kenny Moore like defines that position. He, he is has. the best nickel in the league. Like I, I don't, and I think he has been for a while. I don't. Really I just think it's much of a contest. I want to pump the brakes on Kenny because it's the first eight weeks of the season. He's had career year so far. Kenny, keep it up, like. It's I'm every year, kind of, though. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still kind of pissed at what he did last year in the training camp stuff. Oh, and like, bro, last year, the whole team so, sucks. So, are you mad at JT still? No. I mean, yes and no. Like, bro's got to bring it. Bro's got to bring it. We paid I you. Think, now, now you have to perform. I think where and, Kenny's reinvented himself, though, is the pass side of defense. Because I think he's always been a great tackler, always been a great run supporter. But, I mean, he was just paper thin when it came in coverage last year. I mean, anytime we saw any decent tight end line up against him, tight ends. we were holding. It wasn't, even decent. it wasn't even decent tight end. It was just tight ends in general. Anybody. If they could run, if they could run, he was getting burned. He has certainly – and Dave, like Dave says here, he's playing for a deal. Well, you know what? We'll take it. <laughs> he's going to get a deal. He's yeah. going to get a deal. It's, it's been a 180, man. He, he's been on top of it. And and honestly, like last year was the first time that we've ever talked about Kenny Moore like, hey, he's struggling in this aspect. From his from the time we got him all the way up to that point, I always felt like dude was lightning in a bottle. And then this year, as you said, it's been like a – From the, from the Jacksonville Wentz game on for like a whole two-year period, he was cheeks. It was like one from, season. Either way, like that it was a whole season. season. And, it was a season in two games, but everyone was cheeks last year. So like, yeah, yeah. Cheeks. I'm just not a Kenny <laughs> other than Moore like fan. Bobby Okereke. Like. I'm not a Kenny Moore fan. So yeah. like this is me being biased. I just don't like the guy. Like great locker room guy, just not a fan. Like he can be gone, and I won't miss him. That's uh, well, wild. you will defensively. That, that is a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> 
dude is the only guy, probably the only guy in the in our team where we could say we have the number one guy in the league in that position. So I I, I don't know. I, I got I got to agree to disagree with you here, Zach. I think he's a man. If 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 Jelani Woods, if John, yeah, if Jelani Woods ain't back yet, he ain't playing. No, he's not playing this year. No, for a hamstring injury, what the fuck did he do to his hamstring? Hamstring suck. Dollar in the bucket, Matt. Come on now. Jesus. Oh, my whole pork hamstring. <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. Uh, Julian Blackman. Okay, uh, all right, the, the Julio Jones of of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. All right. You need to ask him, bro. You want Kate Casey masterpiece, or were you on Carolina style with that hamstring? Like Pittman, Blackman, Moore, and Grove. What order do you bring them back? Oh, I bring them all back. All four. Yeah, for, first of all, obvious answers. I, I want all of them. But so if we have to four, prioritize, bro. if we have to prioritize, I think Pittman is it's number Pittman, one. Like, get that Pittman and Grove. Pittman and Grove. Uh yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to agree with y'all here too, but I mean is and, and Blackman's low key having a career year too. He's played great. He's, He's playing. Played great. Our safeties in general have been playing very complimentary football. Yeah, but what and, do you do with Nick Cross? Uh, Nick Cross what, isn't even playing well. That's the problem. What, what is when he, he even plays? <laughs> That's yeah, and but, this is and this is where if I'm Ballard, have, you have this guy that Ballard hyped up, and then you have Blackman who's playing a career year. Like you want to see what this draft pick is because they wasted a third round pick on Cross. And and it, I, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, but you have to you have to think of it like this: right? How many times has Ballard just sat on a guy because he drafted him? Like it, he doesn't care. If you're not going to perform, you're not going to flow. Well, think think about like Zaire and EJ, right? Like th- those guys did not come in their first several years. They were special teams guys, or they didn't right. play. And Please. now in tech uh, for a team, right? So I. I don't know. I'm not fully out on Nick Cross, but I think right now I'm not even worried about him because Blackman's having a career year and Rodney Thomas is taking his snaps. So I, I wouldn't even panic about Cross yet. I just give it time. Luke, yeah, but, you, if I'm being, but if I'm being real, but if I'm being real, if I'm looking at this list, Pittman, Blackman, Moore, and Grove, I'm really going Pittman and, and Grove because I think those two are two that have clearly made an impact on both sides of the ball. Grove is two I'm resigning. Yeah, Grover's definitely missed defensively in the run game. Yeah. And Pittman, if we didn't have Pittman offensively, we ain't even putting up 10 points. Because yeah. our third down conversion rate would be below 20%. Yeah. Dude, dude is like because, because that 20% reliable. would be yeah, that 20% would be if Alec Pierce decides to catch it. And that's like yeah. a 50-50. Yeah, although he has so, been better in the past weeks than what he started yeah. the year as. But I agree, it's it's the inconsistency which is frustrating with Pierce. Whereas Pittman is the polar opposite. Like you can count on the dude. Every week, uh, not entirely sure what's going on in the comments here with Luke. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know yet. Says we need to get yet. rid of Frank. So I, I don't know. Joshua, Joshua, Joshua sent some stars. So let's get to Joshua. All right. So do you think Blackman is worth bringing back? I do. Just wonder what you guys think. I think yeah, absolutely. We're, I think we're all just kind of like. What yeah, do you do with him? Where do you, where do you play him? Where he's working? What, what do you mean? You play him. Don't make me broke. Um, he can play anywhere. He can play corner, he can play safety, but if you sign him to a safety deal, you're essentially committing to him being your safety, which I'm not mad about. Yeah. But like so, at the so same what's time, the what's the problem, problem is that? problem is I want to see how good this cro- how how good Cross is because I think he could be seriously uh, he special. It, it, uh, 
If he is, then he'll get the snaps. And if he's not, he's not going to see the fit. But like right now, Rodney Thomas, who was a sixth or seventh round pick, is taking his job. Zach, so I, I think if anything, that gives you a gauge of where Nick Cross is at. Zach, Zach, I just want to try to explain. This is where Ballard is bad. We like the group we got. So we're going to let Blackman go and take yeah, a deal somewhere exactly, else. That's exactly and, what's going to happen. And Nick Cross is going to step up and be Jeez. average at yeah, best. That's probably. what I'm saying. So that's why you 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 sign Blackman back no matter what. You don't, no matter what. One year deal, two year deal, whatever it is, man. You don't you don't let that and people are quick to forget Blackman would have been a top twenty five pick in his without draft an ACL. Yeah. without an ACL. You know yeah. what I mean? So I mean we're I seeing think, I, and he played he played that way as a rookie. I enjoy the depth, but at the same time, like I just feel like we are drafting these positions and then we're investing high in these positions only to turn around and re-sign guys. And that's why our cap situation is bizarre and we're built the way we're built because we got we're paying Darius Leonard all this money and he only plays like 33% of the snaps. Well, at, at the I time mean, that we took cross, we still we needed a safety. And I think it's arguable that we could still need a safety because it's it's a question mark of whether Rodney Thomas is really that second guy or if he's just playing well in spurts, right? But I think just, Blackman so, is, is clear right. and far and away. Like, you keep that guy in the back. You keep him – yeah, you play him as a safety. That's what he does. And, and you pay the guy. Uh, Nick Cross, I, I'm not out on, but I, I don't understand, like, the, the controversy. I, I guess just, I just don't like investing high draft capital in a backup safety. If that, that makes sense. But if that need, makes sense because you invested a third you invested a third round pick in a dude who can't even crack the field. Not because not I just, truly don't even think he'd be given a shot. But let's but let's be real. How often does Ballard mess up on a third round pick? Never. So even if Nick Cross is a, a missed pick, it'd be one of you. It'd be one of what six, seven third round picks. That and again, I just want to go long and missed on. Yeah, I, and, I just want to go back to the to be honest. That, the, safety, the safety room is not a room that I'm really concerned about whether Nick Cross plays or not. I mean, Blackman is a guy that I would bring back in a heartbeat. But yeah. do y'all also Cross, Nick Cross can go away. I really don't care. And we don't, he can move to corner. I don't think what people I think we're missing out is that we none of us here were planning on the second to last pick in the draft, seventh rounder Rodney Thomas, yeah, to come exactly. out yeah. and have led the team in interceptions now two years right. in a row. Right. <laughs> so listen, I, I'm only debating just because we just wasted draft capital. I do think that Blackman should come back. So my my argument would be it would be a waste if we go this year and take our second or third round pick and draft a safety. That'd be wasteful, right? Because we see we have multiple guys. Well, now. I mean, we at the time that. at the time that we took Cross, we only had Blackman. Like we didn't know if any other safety was worth a shit. So I, it wasn't really a, a waste. This, to me. It was it this was going man. After this man. Knee. This man right here is about to make me fill the whole fucking jar. <laughs> this is a this is a weak troll job, man. <laughs> this, this have you seen? Have you watched? Levis? Yeah, I'm, mean, not, I'm not sure. You, what. Did, surely you didn't watch the first couple games where Anthony Richardson Levis, was just going Levis off. Levis didn't even throw for 100 yards last be. week, buddy. He threw two picks in 100 yards. He, he had a good debut, and he hasn't done anything since. He, so he's he's I, thrown I'm, for 200 yards since his debut, man. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm a they are, they are at the bottom of one of the worst divisions of football. The, the only what quarterback you, you could have drafted better – uh, it, 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 this is all it's getting CJ debatable. Stroud. CJ Stroud. <laughs> this CJ is debatable. Stroud. You know what I mean? I don't even think no. so. I think CJ Stroud is is the clear. Oh, uh, see, at the moment. 
I'm back. And Luke, you have some terrible takes. And the fact that you have a high take on Levis, even worse. Hey, someone's got to. I, I don't think your headphones are connected, bro. Yeah, we're hearing yeah. everything back. You can't hear me. We're hearing, us, but we're hearing ourselves twice. <laughs> yeah, we're hearing an echo, or your TV, or something's on, bro. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's, still still <laughs> I'm like, he's all looking around. Yeah, I, I, I don't even I don't even want to honor this with a debate, but uh, Levis, I mean, if you really want to watch him, like you can see him twice a year as a Colts fan when we roll him uh, for the for foreseeable future, because I think that's yeah, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. See what see in a couple weeks when when Minshew goes toe to toe and. We'll well, right. I, just, I thought it was funny when he came out and had four touchdowns and everybody hyped up the world about him. And then the next two weeks, what happened? Wow. Yeah, well, haven't yeah, really talked about him since. He's they literally throwing multiple interceptions in both games. Like he, he, he's, he's Zach Wilson. He's got a big arm, and that's about it. Like Athletic. Sure, athletic, but everyone's athletic now. Like, Wilson, in, the, in the modern Wilson's league. Athletic, too. Yeah, in the modern league, you just got to be athletic to play quarterback. I'm not taking that from him. He's he's athletic and and he's got a big arm. But and to sit here and say we should have drafted Levis because Anthony Richardson is hurt, but we're sitting here at five and five while Anthony Richardson played one full game. Yeah. No, I think. What are we complaining about? What are are we complaining about? Will Levis? If we had Will Levis, we wouldn't be five and five. I I mean, Gardner would have started from the jump. I mean, still yeah. not even that. But you can sit here and say you can say draft whoever, but yeah. Joe Burrow is hurt right now too. Yeah, it doesn't so matter. Should they have drafted draft. somebody it else? Like. It doesn't matter who you draft. That's not that doesn't change what what can happen. Yo, Joe, Joe Burrow got hurt in his rookie year too. Yeah, so maybe they should have drafted ACL. someone else. Yeah, and, and then, then went to a, and, and then, then guess what? The if they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't have gone to the Super Bowl. They wouldn't have gone to the conference championship. So no, man, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even jumping on that train. What did what did Colts fans think this year was a are Super guys, Bowl run? Yeah, we no, we are five hundred. We are above expectations. No, we are no, in the boundaries. I, I think it was just like uh, like they wanted to draft DJ Huzamazili and win a championship. Like that's how that's how it was supposed to go down, bro. Guys, we are one year removed from hiring an ESPN analysis and losing a thirty-five <laughs> yeah. to seven lead. Okay. Yeah, and we're time. doing all right. We're doing all right. Minshew, Super Bowl MVP. Watch. Okay. And, and, and for anybody that had any sort of doubt, go look at how well Frank Reich is doing right now in Carolina. Yeah. Bro, he I, got beat by Minshew. Go look how good Matt Eberflus is doing in Chicago. He got beat by Kenny Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, this is a hard fan base to please, I guess. But you know what? Matter of fact, we were a dog shit team last year. We're significantly better just to watch this year. Uh, our record is already a game above what we finished at at the end of last year, and we're only ten weeks in. So, yeah, I, I don't know well, the, the crazy, what there the crazy is to thing is, is. The crazy thing is, is after a win, all I see is we need to start Sam Ellinger, and y'all, y'all need to like put the pipes down. I, I understand Indiana. I love, I, I love that. I love. I, I understand that Indiana loves their men, but please put it down because <laughs> take it easy. Hey. It's, hey, it's, hey. It's, as the only resident Hoosier on the show, I take offense to that. <laughs> but it's true. But is everybody it wrong? Everybody, everybody needs to just put that put that shit down, bro. Because there's we're five there's and five. Po- there's some pockets, but yeah, we're five and five. There's no need. There's no need to hit the panic button because we're already better no. than we were last year. Stop trying to yeah. downgrade a quarterback. We saw what Sam was last year. 
Yeah, I, I, we I saw what he was. Hey, this is uh, not Colts related, but I don't know if Damon, if you saw, but about thirty minutes ago, Miami Heat was winning twenty to one over the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Defense, baby. That is ugly. But yeah, no man. Um, yeah, twenty to one. Hey, I will say, I will say, I enjoyed the Devils spank in Pittsburgh the other night. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That hurt. That hurt. Bro, I, I put it on. I put it on, and I saw them score the fourth goal, and then a second later, or like a, like the next face off, we went and scored the fifth goal. And I was like, oh, like okay. I didn't even know who the Devils were on out on the ice. I was like, who were these guys? And yeah, Pittsburgh is like Pittsburgh's right like losing to them, and I'm all like, and we extended our goalie. Give oh, him a five-year, okay. thirty million dollar extension. Okay, don't Good don't job, act like you don't know who Brat is. Okay, Jesper Brat is literally like number one in the league in points right now. So, right, he had like the dude that started the season off with like three hat tricks in three games. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a stud. He's a stud. He's, but we don't have we don't have we don't have uh, Jack Hughes. We don't have Hashir. We don't have you know uh, Lazard. And half of our defense is hurt. It's insane. For sure. Uh, just wanted to put pull this one up. Joshua gave us some love earlier with the stars. Uh, love your show every week, guys. Keep up the good work. If I had to say, I would give this season so far a B. I love what Shane has done with the offense. You could definitely see a big improvement. Uh, I think the defense has played good at times. Could be better, but this is definitely a much improved team from last year. Well said. Well I just think said. Better coached. Yeah, better right. coach is a huge better deal. coach. I think I think that's the I think that's the biggest thing right there. Zach yeah. Zach nailed it on the head. I said have a coach. I, I, I told you guys from the beginning of the season or before um, the season even started that everything would depend upon how this offensive line came out and played. And if we looked at how this offensive line has came out, I mean, I got us as one of the top five in the NFL uh, this year. So well, PFF has um, is the third best offensive line in the NFL. Exactly. Yeah, I got us in that top five. Um, so it just goes to show that uh, with the offensive line getting better and then obviously coaching. I'm not going to discredit Shane at all because coaching has made the huge, biggest difference for us. So this is exactly what uh, all of us thought we had the potential to be. Um, none of us obviously expected. I mean, if you would have told us at the season start, we'd be five and five at the bye. Um, we'd be like, God damn, that's about what I mean. That's better than what we thought. So um, but yeah, we all thought this team was capable of that. I think it. Uh, I think it kind of puts maybe some things to 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 rest that we thought we had this crazy culture. I think Shane's built a culture, man. That's what I think. And it's really hard to as a new coach to walk into a team. And if you think about it, as far as a roster, we didn't have that much turnover moving into this we, year. We, did we didn't. So to be a brand Who's new our coach, turnover. Samson Epicom. Right. I would like, say we're like, our, like, like, our biggest turnover, and then uh, instead of Paris, and instead of Paris Campbell, we got. I Josh mean, Downs. we we lost Unique, we lost Stefan Gilmore, we stopped, we lost Paris. Which, granted, Stefan and Unique were still, you know, a one year rental. I still, but I still wouldn't call that changeover because it wasn't like yeah, we swapped those guys exactly. out with new guys. We swapped those guys out for either guys that were already on our roster or that we drafted. You know, so yeah, it really, think, it really was almost no changeover. Like literally almost yeah. none. I really think I really outside of the outside Samson Epicom. And that's our biggest one. Yeah, Samson and I'd say uh Samson Maggie. and offensive staff. Yes. And Samson and offen and, and, and offensive Gay. staff. And Matt Gay. That was a valid point there, Zach. I heard it over DeMarco uh, talking loud. I heard it. But I think credit to Shane too. <laughs> 
So credit to Shane to to to, to walking into a, a a already kind of full roster and organization and turning around the culture year one. It's not easy. Not whenever we've been in a losing team, truthfully. So Dave is asking or this saying uh, after five weeks, people were pissed we weren't tanking. Now they think Levis would take us to the promised land. AR is legit, and we just have to wait. Come Absolutely, on. Dave. Thank you. Thank you for not being an overreactionary guy because that's what our a ton of our fan base is. Like, I think, uh, what was it? People were jumping and saying uh, all the Levis lovers were sitting there, and once he got his start and threw the four touchdowns, they were saying, oh, yeah, Levis, and then the next two games. Came back down real to quiet, earth real quick, real quiet. and so I, I I keep trying to tell people we got to stop. We got to remember that this is literally a week to week league, and that yeah. everything changes on a week to week basis. And I mean, as fans, if you can best remember that, you'll stop overreacting as much. And dude, once again, it's just so frustrating. Like just the expectations, right? Like every Colts fan, at least everyone that knows ball came into the season with an expectation of a developmental year, especially with AR. If he was healthy, everyone figured he was going to be a project, right? Uh, not near as sharp as he was. So th- it's like the moment that we see, we have a competitive team. Everyone wants to overreact and be like, Oh, well, why aren't we, you know, 10 and 0 right now? Why, why don't we have the league MVP? Like I do have to say, I, like I do have to years. say, I was going to say, I do have to say we were a part of that. <laughs> no, it, yeah, 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 I, it, it, it's natural, but if we had if we had the fans that are watching now, if they if they go back and they look at episodes that we did in June and July after the draft, and then as as camp started and, and OTAs were finishing up, we literally said it on multiple episodes that this is a developmental year and that's it. And none of us, I mean, we did our predictions and had us predicted like ten and seven or, or eleven at, and at six, most, or yeah. But that was just the way it kind of went down in the predictions. But all of us knew that, like, we had had an idea that we were going to be maybe around 500 or below. We didn't. Yeah. We don't. Ex- we never expected to be the 10 and seven or 11 and six, like our predictions kind of said. Yeah, um, yeah I think. Uh, I think we all happened that way. Yeah, I think we all saw our AR and we're like, okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe not as well, bad as we thought. Well, even after the draft, I think all of us were still kind of questioning what AR was going to be this year until we saw him even even during like preseason training camp. It was it wasn't until like I think the Rams week game one. I, for me it was the Rams game. The Rams yeah. game I was like, okay, he's okay, guy. this guy is he's coming out of the shell. Yeah, because before that it was like he, he was getting riddled by, you know, week one he had the injury at the end of the game. Uh, which he played well in. I wasn't saying that that game was trash because it wasn't. He played well. And, yeah, I was good on him. And then, you know, week two, what was that, Houston? Yeah. He got hurt again. And then, you know, it was it was truly the Rams game when he finished and he played that whole game. And he, we came back from 23 nothing. Yeah. On his shoulders. On his shoulders. Like what he was able to do. Because that was, that was the game where I was like, this is the most Andrew Luck-esque game I've seen. Dude. Since Andrew Luck, you know, like, and it was, and it wasn't me comparing him to Andrew Luck, but it was just okay. I'm excited, like, that's this guy can put the team on his shoulder. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, he, he was, he, he was able to take the team on his shoulders and do what he had to do. Yeah, and I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a little different for me because I watched him all year at Florida the year before and just seeing what he was able to do in week one, I thought it might, you know, like some guys come out and look like deer in the headlights. And I just thought he looked a lot better than what I thought he would look as far as like 
just from his reads, his playing. Like even when he threw the interception, I saw what he was trying to do yeah. and whatnot. And just so from that point, I thought it might look like, you know, like, oh crap, what is this guy doing out there? You know, like, but um, so that's what it was for me. I just knew from that week on that I knew we had something. And then every week he was scoring like two touchdowns within the quickness. So dude, next year's gonna be electric. I can't wait. Oh, my, mom, my mom texted me this like week four or something. And she was like, look, y'all are doing better than you thought they were. She's been talking smack to me all year. <laughs> She's right, though. I mean, they, they are, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. She if, is, I mean, half of us had them at this amount of wins, and they're yeah, already there. For the, so. for the year, yeah. Yeah. I think I said six. Yeah. Dave, uh, yeah. I, I, I somewhat agree. I mean, I, so I, Fabio, I disagree with this one. But. Yeah, I was about to say we filled that hole. Like, if he was a loss, EJ and Zaire have more than made up for it. They're they're having incredible. Not years. even not even EJ and Zaire. Zaire had made up. Yeah, for I it. I just want to give EJ a shout out too because that's something I didn't see coming was how good he was going to be. Well, and then I agree with filled, this one. EJ has filled the void of uh, Shaq Leonard. Yeah. I mean, oh, Derek. Well, let's be let's be real. Darius He's Leonard. I don't, even care if he gets, I don't even care if he gets mad at me anymore. <laughs> Darius Leonard. I mean, he became Shaq and now he's Shaq. Now he's yeah. going to lose snaps. So, yeah. yes, I agree about Freeland. Yeah, great. Pick. Freeland, Freeland was huge in a, in a league where everybody yeah. is getting hurt. Having a Freeland be a swing tackle and coming and play who he's played against and how well he has played and hold his oh, own. Man. Yeah, yeah, Nathan. We uh, I seen your question in there. Um, Matt, I jumped to another one. Um, personally, this is just my opinion on this one. I hope that if Minshew doesn't come back, I feel like we should replace him with a guy that's very similar to AR. Yeah. So our offense can still stay the same. Um, a guy with a big arm, you know, kind of similar uh, traits. I wouldn't say it has to be exactly the same. Um, but uh, I think a guy similar to AR would be uh, preferred, in my opinion. I think a Mariota. What about like in yeah. like a seventh round pick up a, or like undrafted pick up a guy like a KJ Jefferson? I yeah. was just that's exactly yeah. who I was thinking of out of no, Arkansas. I, I, I would he's go that not polished. No, he he's a backup. Here's my thing. If I'm giving my backup quarterback, I I want him to be good. KJ Jefferson is like great value Anthony Richardson. No thanks. That, that's right. kind of the point, though, is that, like you, you can run a similar offense if AR goes down again. Mm, Obviously, it's not I'd, rather, be as good. I'd rather get a vet. You, Zach wants Mark Burnell, bro. Can you name me five backups that are good? Hey, give me Tyrod Five backups. Um, Dobbs. Baker I don't Mayfield. I think he's going to be a backup. I think he's about to take the job. Um, Baker Mayfield is a starter. You no, bro, he's a backup. He's a backup. He's literally um, starting. Hater. Hmm. Before he got hurt, Philip Rivers, not Philip, uh, Philip Walker, Wait. he beat us. He beat us. Um. So you Minchu. you would, you would describe PJ Walker as a as a polished vet because I would. Yeah, over I a rookie, over a, a seventh round rookie, absolutely. So so basically, just you just named. So basically, you just named. You just named guys that have been traded or or signed to seventeen different teams each. I so basically no no. I'm just I'm, I'm no, just no, telling no, you no, like no, 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 no. it doesn't have to be a rookie. Hell, you can keep Sam Ellinger on the roster and make uh, Jefferson too. a third string until he develops into being the backup. All yeah. I'm saying is, is you have a guy with similar traits and you let him work and learn. It's who not was, like he's just learning on his own. 
Shane who's old boy who's who's old boy from Baltimore that made the Pro Bowl? Last Huntley. Tyler Huntley. And he didn't even deserve it. When he came no, of in, course not. Baltimore right. went from 24 points a game to 13. Yeah, so you I, can't name me a good backup. All I'm saying is get somebody similar so to AR trades. Sure. So when he comes out, we can sure. still but be I, very similar. I, I don't even care how well the guy can throw. Just give me a guy I who do. can run. Shit. I do. Put exactly. Jonathan Taylor, can, put Jonathan Taylor can, in there at quarterback. I don't give a shit. So and then I, hand the ball off the back yeah, loss. I don't care. Yeah. The thing is, like, you can throw the ball three yards every play. I don't give a shit. I got the running game. The noodle arm to come in. You, you're not going to get a, a great, a great backup, right? Like, we're kind of blessed that Minshew is as good as he is, even though he's been frustrating here and there with, you know, interceptions, whatever, playing hero ball. But at the end of the day, like, Minshew is a high end backup. And he doesn't play the same style of football as Richardson, right? So if he doesn't come back, ideally, you're not going to get a backup that's sharp or like really good or anything like it. Or if you do, it's very hard. There's like two or three of them, right? That are actually pretty solid. So it, it makes more sense to get a guy like KJ Jefferson or like Tyrod Taylor just, so that can play is, that same is, style. So you don't have to change the is, offense. This is my issue, right? I don't this is my see issue. how Mariota would change the offense is, with Mariota. Mariota, the sucks. only guy I want, bro. All backups suck. You just said it. This is, all <laughs> this is my issue. Hold on, stop. This is my issue. We are literally debating the most irrelevant position. <laughs> I could really care less about who our backup is. I really could care less. Like I said, like we've all like what the only thing that makes sense is to bring in a guy who's similar to AR, so we don't have to change the offense too much. So that's it. I don't care. I don't care what his experience is. I don't care what his level of talent throwing the ball downfield is i really don't care because i don't go into a season saying who's my backup because my quarterback might get hurt no i go into the season to play with my damn starting quarterback i could care less who his backup is i've said this for 17 years i really don't care i, I don't, think it's more I don't, important i think it's more important in today's game though because look how many you need exactly. like like I, ar has I gotten hurt Ryan Tannehill has gotten hurt uh joe burrow has gotten hurt like it was literally listen, a list of all the quarterbacks that have bring gotten back, hurt Bring back the years where your starting quarterback goes down and you tank the rest of the year because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. And I will forever stay in that mindset. I don't care who my backup quarterback is. Instead of focusing on who my backup quarterback is, I'd rather have a one-two punch in the running backs. I'd rather have a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. I'd rather have two stud edge rushers. I could well, yeah, I, 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 I disagree with that because then we don't have to – I disagree with that because we wouldn't be battling for the playoffs if we had <laughs> Marcus Mariota as our backup. Right. To be completely honest, I'd be okay with that because my number one starting quarterback is out and I could run that excuse all year. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't I, care who my backup is. I would be watching football. Because, like. because, yeah. Minshew, because Minshew's got us competing, that's great. And I'm going to cheer for him. But next year, suck. if he's gone, I don't care who our backup is. I really don't. I don't want to suck either. But if our starting quarterback yeah. is not playing, then I don't care if we suck. I, I don't think anyone. Guy. Yeah, I don't think. I just, I'm just in that for like. That no one's advocating for like breaking off the bank and like chasing no, this I'm high just, end. I'm backup, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. We're ideally, it'd be, it'd be better to have a good one than a shitty one. We're having a 15 minute conversation yeah. about a quarterback who potentially won't even see the field. Well, I think the real and the only answer is just go ahead and uh, sign Anthony Richardson's little brother, and he can be yeah. the backup because he'll do the exact same <laughs> style oh of God, offense, Anthony. right? I don't care. 
I'm just saying, get somebody but, similar, and we can say yeah, that a backup doesn't similar. matter. That's but it. we've seen we've seen a backup with AR being on the team uh, at least three to four times. So I'm just okay, saying, but, see, but that's also, but that's also not my point. my point. I even said in the beginning that make sure he plays the same style, so we don't have to stay change style. All, that's, all I said was that's, I don't that's care. All... I don't care his experience. I don't care his talent. The fact that yeah. we're having a 15 minute conversation about who our backup is, I really don't care. Like. When AR went down, I was like, oh, great, there's our season. But then Minshew, you know, keeps us where we are. And cool, I'm rooting, I'm happy, I'm excited. But at the yeah, same time, we, we, if have we, show, were, if we, were, we have a show to care. You can't keep saying you don't care. <laughs> we have a show to care about the conversation. Yeah. All I was saying was have somebody it's similar. It's bi-week shenanigans, not, man. Not Marcus Mariota, because he was also beat out by Desmond Ritter, who also sucks. So <laughs> I'm just saying have somebody similar to AR with a big arm <laughs> and who can run. That's all I'm saying. I was, I was, I was, I was. I grew up in the Peyton Manning era where when Peyton Manning didn't play, we went two and 14. Okay. <laughs> and we were trash. So that's just, that's just what I grew up in. We either had our quarterback, we protected him and we had him, or we didn't. And we went two and 14 and that was okay with me back then. Well, thanks, Nate. You got us fired up over a backup. <laughs> just run job, the it's all your fault, Nathan. <laughs> just run the option. Just, just run the option, bro. I don't care. Put just put uh put Alec, Pierce, put Alec Pierce at quarterback, right? Because no, he can't have catch. Marcus, so at least he can hand the ball off. Have Marcus, but only throw five yard out routes or hitches go. and curls. Right. It at least be funny. That's all we do with Minshew. That's all we do with Minshew, and we're five. Run the the wishbone or the veer, the read option, and. All we're doing is throwing to the running back. The running back runs a short little three-yard hitch, and we toss it to him with Minshew, and then he goes about 18 yards. We're good. Let's keep doing it. That's what we used to do. Now we watch Minshew dance in the pocket. Yeah, I don't he was, know what he's doing. He's he's in though that Jameis Winston summer training, bro. <laughs> bro, that's facts. You, you can't do all that and then only put up ten points. That, that's my issue. <laughs> he looked cool doing it, but we got to score, man. Actually, it was funny as hell. I don't know if y'all see that video. I think I sent it to the chat. I'm not sure, but bro was in there. They showed the little kid that was in the AAU basketball. He's just sitting there like James Harden dribbling the hell out of the ball. I was like, that's bitch you in the pocket for no reason. Like, bro, throw the ball. Just stand there. He's not even taking pressure, and he's over there like spinning around. <laughs> this man had Sweet Caroline playing in his head. Yeah, yeah. It, it messed him up. It messed him up. Oh, it was fun to watch, hell, but it was not. It was stressful. I was stressing. I was stressing, bro. Quit dancing. Let's get to the grades. Let's get to the grades, okay? Because y'all are good. There's enough backup talk. Yeah, enough backup talk. I'm done. All right. Speaking of, all right, we're going to go ahead and go into offense. We're going to grade our quarterbacks, uh, which is going to probably be our backup. So let's go ahead and do the grade. What y'all got for quarterback? I got a C. Okay. Right. B minus. B minus. All right. Trev? I, I, I'll go overall, like just averaging the two because I was really impressed with AR. And then I've been yeah. satisfied with Gardner. So, I, yeah, I, I I think B minus to B is fair. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm also going B minus. B minus. I liked what uh, right. I like. I think I like the future for AR. Um, I think Gardner's just kept us steady. Yeah. So B minus. When he's not making a highlight reel, we'll do we'll do B minus. We'll do B minus quarterbacks. All right, running backs. I gotta go A here, bro. I have A minus. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. Go ahead, Damon. I got an A. I got an A. Um, If we're just going strictly grades here, I'm just gonna say A because I got some other stuff I want to talk about with that. But 
Oh no, you can talk. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, we're we're underutilizing Zach Moss. It's, yes. It's 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 unbelievable. There's no there's no I don't like I don't there's no debate to be needed when this guy's getting now two to three carries a game, and he's still fourth yeah, in the I mean, league in rushing, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, remember that? You remember that when we get down to uh, the staff grades because we got a coach section for that. Okay, you know, good. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's that's it. That's I, all I got left. I'm gonna actually be a, 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 li- a little extra critical. I and I, I have him at a B plus mainly because A, like Damon said, like Zach Moss has been cut out of the game plan, and I don't understand that at all because uh, he was he was on fire through the first couple weeks, and then JT comes back and it's like, all right, well we're done playing with you. Like you go sit on the sideline. That doesn't make any sense to me. We have the opportunity to to run a two headed monster. Let's freaking do it. And then obviously the past two weeks our rushing attack hasn't been spectacular, so it, it brings it down just a little bit for me. Uh, but overall, I'm, I'm still optimistic about the rushing attack moving forward. That's why I'm at a B plus. Yeah, I'm gonna go A because I just think uh, Zach Moss was uh, what number two in rushing before JT came back. That was with missing a game. Thought his mm-hmm. production has been great. JT comes back, we goes in there, and we still be productive. The reason I put on JT's jersey because he was the only person to score over there in Germany. <laughs> um, um, I do uh, got some coaching comments as well to what Damon was talking about, but as far as running backs as a whole in production, I'm going A. All right, so we got three A's. We're going to go with A. All right, tight ends. Uh, I, F. Oh, I got wow. a, I got I got an I on tight ends. I incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. We don't we barely use them, motherfucker. Like I can't grade them if I don't see them. Like all they do is block. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I don't, I don't Yeah, I got like, an I F I on really, tight ends. I really don't know. Like, like we what well, we have fifteen tight ends during With training camp, and, and and now yeah. we see two of them. Maybe. Yeah. But but then I, but then I look at it and I'm like I like what Granson has done. Um yeah. But really, I, I mean, Mo Alley's had like two catches all year. Bro, it's one two touchdowns. They two touchdowns. Yeah, Granson. I think he like, got three catches, two touchdowns. I think Granson's got like so six good. catches. And Will Mallory has like two catches, and Jelani Woods has been hurt all year. Well, not and Mallory Mallory had like two games where he was Y'all on top of the world. Listen, I get it. I get it. Y'all are up on Will Mallory, but that man, when he got that one catch in that game, I I give him an F just for that one catch, just because he looked like he was so scared that they threw him the ball that he he's, he's like, right. Yeah, bread basket, bro. He was so shocked. He looked like me if I were playing in the league. Ogletree's been nice, but they That's don't use guy. him enough. I love so Ogletree, Ogletree and Granson are, are my top two right now. Yeah, see, that's why that's why I'm, I'm not trying to grade against like um, their usage, I'm yeah, grading against their production. And since right. we haven't used them that much, that's why I want to give it an eye because it's not their fault. Because every time they touch the ball, it's either big games, touchdowns. You know, big plays. I mean, obviously, Granson had a couple drops early on in the season, but I just think it's incomplete because we just don't use him enough. Yeah. I, I actually like where DeMarco went with this. I didn't realize I was an option, but I, don't, I, I, I think he's being a smart ass. Well, that's, no, 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 I, no, I, I have no. to go. So, let me, let no, me explain. My, let me my, explain. My, great, my great on Anthony Richardson is also an I because we didn't get to see him. <laughs> I, 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 was, like, I, I think the room overall, like, I was going to go like D because the room yeah. overall is just. But, like, if you go through each player individually, it's like every we have like four tight ends, and every one of them, I think, between uh Granson, Ogletree, Woods, and Mallory, any one of them could be a starting level tight end, but not a single one of them is consistent or is healthy enough to do so. 
So it's like you see these pops from so every one time, I don't, and then you I don't, don't want to give them do it anymore. That's my thing. I don't want to give him an eye because then you go look at like Granson. He catches one ball, then he gets a concussion. Ogletree catches one ball yeah. and he tears something. And I'm like, so okay, it, so. it's it's hard to gauge. It's like, is this the dude or like but, he can stay on the field? But, like, but I'm okay with giving them an eye because they've played a lot of snaps this year, and a lot of the times, if you look at the tape, they're open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah, about yeah. to put words out of my mouth. Imagine if you put uh, my bad, I'm gonna let you go real quick, Damon, because I know you still haven't gave me your grades there. Um, but I just want to say if you, if you took all of our tight ends, put their yards, their stats, their touchdowns, or whatever together as one person, we'd probably be giving that tight end an A, and that's why I that's, got him. Yeah, but go ahead, Damon, go ahead and give your grade, man. And I'm can... gonna give him a D, but I think when healthy, the best tight end in our group is Alec Ogletree, without a doubt. And he is, I still disagree with that. I still think it's Jelani Woods, if healthy. You can't. I, oh, go I, ahead. I respect your opinion, though. I respect your opinion because what we saw them last year. Oh, yeah, year, I respect you. Can, you you yeah. can make that <laughs> argument. But uh, Alec Ogletree is like a Michael Pittman weapon, and John Taylor weapon in our offense. He's a, he, he's he's legit weapon like that in our offense. That seam route that Shane would like to, to, uh, to draw up for him sometimes, 25, 30 yards, is lethal. You know what I mean? But every time he runs that route, he gets hurt. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so same, frustrating, dude. Have you realized it's the same route? Every time he gets hurt, it's that little seam route, that pick and pop. Um, so, so I don't know. D plus, D plus sound about right? D, yeah, D, I, I give you D plus. plus. I'm gonna, I was going to put an asterisk next to them. Yeah. I put, yeah incomplete. I put incomplete, but on the graphic, I'll put like an asterisk on there. I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah, it's, because it's, I agree with the game, whole, yeah. I agree. I agree with the incomplete. Um, but then at the same time, Mo Alley just automatically just gives him a D. So yeah, he, he can yeah he can fuck off. <laughs> but in Madden, he's a ninety six overall. Bro, like one hundred blocking. When I played when I played the first full season with my franchise Colts, Jelani Woods is now a ninety two in season two. Like he's a star. I use the hell out of Will Mallory though. Like, yeah, I yeah. Hell out, yeah. Especially with, with 99 speed. <laughs> All right, wide okay. receivers. Uh, B plus. My only complaint is I need to see more out of Pierce, even though he's like literally ran like a thousand miles. I'll say my point on Pierce when, when I get to. you know from that next gen stat that they showed over in Germany, like dudes like the motion man. But I'll say I my have, point. I'll say my point on Pierce, but yeah. My only complaint is you got to get Pierce more involved. Beyond that, I'm happy with the production between Downs and the other receivers and Pittman Jr., obviously. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think – Yeah, go ahead, Damon. Uh, I'm going to give a B. Uh, I don't think for one time this season we've seen a game where we, like, think we have to have it's better receivers. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't think we've seen a game this season yet where we can sit single, you know, single out like solo out our receivers as like a reason why we've lost a game yet. So, I think we all want an extra piece in there. But I think B is a fair assessment. I mean, Downs has been a nice addition and has taken over that role pretty nicely. I'm shocked Damon gave the receivers a B. All right, I, I, yeah, I'll go B plus. I the only reason I can't go like A minus A is because Isaiah McKenzie really hasn't shown us much at all. Um, and then Pierce has been inconsistent. So it's like we don't have that complete room. Uh, but I, I've been very, very happy with Pittman's production, and I've been blown away with Downs every week. I, I'm texting the group, Jay, hey, this guy's a freaking superstar. Like, we got the guy. 
So, yeah, I, I'll go B+. Plus. I've been very happy with the room as opposed to last year and what we thought was a big concern, and now it's not. I'm giving the wide receivers a uh, C+. Plus. Mm. C+, plus, man. I just – um. Yeah, I, I like I like what what Josh Downs and, and Michael Pittman Jr. have done, but outside of those two, we haven't really gotten much out of that room. Um, I, obviously, Alec Pierce has missed a first down, but um, other than that, Pierce and McKenzie haven't given us much. And then, as still, it's it's tough to depend upon a rookie to give you all of your separation, all of your plays, all the time. Um, and clearly, Minshew needs more. So. Um, this is kind of just being a critical grade on that room just because I want to see us get a little bit more explosive, but I'm going C-plus here. Actually, I disagree with most of everybody's points about Alec Pierce. Um, Alec Pierce has been spent, sent on all go routes, and he wins the majority of them. <laughs> His nice is crazy. Bro, bro, hold on. No, I'm not even joking, dude. Like, if you watch, if you watch this man on tape, this man, he, he wins. He wins. He he's open. He's and open then when the ball gets thrown to him, it's underthrown. It's underthrown. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think, I think the jury that's out on Alec Pierce because of the fact that he's not utilized a lot, yeah, is is a little un, unfair because when I have gone back and just watched Alec Pierce just to see, and this man is open a lot, bro, a lot, and they don't use him on any of these intermediate routes. Yeah. He's literally just a go. What's your grade on the room? On the room, I'm going B plus. Okay. I, I think I think I think I think what's keeping them out of the A is the fact that we don't use Alec Pierce as much as we should. Yeah, I think his usage really dropped when AR got hurt because all those go routes AR would give him That's those chances at the 50-50 ball and stuff like that, and he hasn't really getting, been getting those chances. I, I, I'm not down on Pierce at all. No, no, I mean, it's kind of just like it's, it's kind of just like the tight end room where we're just not utilizing. Yeah, him, so yeah. like like the whole like the like Nathan's comment. Pierce been playing well lately. Pierce has been playing well all year. Yeah, he had a couple oh, drops he early on. He had a couple drops early on, but let's be fair, he's been playing well in the role that Shane put him in. Yeah, that damn like, blocking the only, role. The only, the only issue, the only issue is, is that. For that role to work properly, we have to use Pierce in that role because his role is to draw a safety. And if you're not throwing that deep ball to him when he's open, it's not going to draw a safety over there to open up Michael Pittman even more. So the right. complementary role that Alec Pierce is supposed to be playing on that deep threat, we're not using it. Minshew's not throwing it. If Minshew were to man up, grab his cojones, and throw it, it would be we'd be having a totally different conversation in my opinion. A lot of pass interference calls going our way. Yeah, almost every time we throw it his way deep, it is going. Yeah. We do get a PI. Like and that, that's part two of why he doesn't uh, have the numbers that blow people Ro- away. Grove has Ro- Ro- coming back week thirteen. Yeah. Right, so we that what, a B? <clears throat> It'll be a B overall, I believe. Yeah, around there. I, I will say Alec Pierce is the – I think he's the main reason Jack Jones got cut this past week from the Patriots. <laughs> he took that man's job. He, he was two steps ahead of him on, on the big game that he had. All right, offensive line, I'm giving an A-plus. I don't think there's a discussion we even need to have. A-plus to the big – All the way Hold on. Hold on. Let me say something. Potatoes. Let me say something. Right guard Will Fries, I've been too hard on you all year, dog. He's a dog. I've been too hard so far, so so far. 
you've been consistently good and you're only getting better. So yeah. like he only struggled like two games. Right. Right, 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 right. And his <laughs> and- his pass blocking is head and shoulders better than than where it was a year ago because you know that's how I watch football. I watch the trenches. I don't really care where the ball goes, but when I watch football, I watch the offensive and defensive line and um Will Fries is He's earned my respect. So, yeah, I'm definitely giving him an A+, plus, without a doubt. Shout out, shout out to Will Fry. Zach, don't yeah, shut too much it down. Yeah, that's, that's rare. That's rare to get the Zach stamp of approval. I'm going I'm going A+. Plus. I'm going A+, plus too. And uh, I was very harsh a couple weeks back about Blake Freeland. Let me say this. I'm not taking everything I said back because the performance was still horrible. But he has proven to us that he can be a solid, like, solid piece on the offensive line. And I gotta give him some credit. That was his first first couple, you know, held true down. pro games. He held it down, and you know, to come in for Braden Smith, who's overpaid and misses games due to eating expired applesauce. I really appreciate him stepping in. <laughs> Is that really what he got food poisoning from? Dude, I don't know, but Braden <laughs> Smith, Braden Smith, we never get any explanation of his injuries, and he's out for four to six weeks at a time. You're not. You're not going to get food poisoning from eating expired applesauce. Actually. That's about what it looks like. Braden <laughs> Smith. Oh, I know you're in the That's army and that you guys do it on the regular, but like. <laughs> could you imagine, could you imagine <laughs> his six foot five, 330 pound ass eating some little ass applesauce? <laughs> <laughs> He's just done for it. <laughs> A little fruit cup. But uh, yeah, nah, no, shout, out, shout out to Blake Freeland. Shout out to the whole offensive line. Um, like yeah. I said. Hey. Brain Smith has missed over half this season for no reason at all, and he stepped in a bit. And, it was and nice. Freeland held it down in the meantime. He did help us I, What's your grade, Trev? Yeah, I'm also going to go to A-plus, and since we're giving shout-outs for the O-line, I want to shout-out uh, Bernard Raymond. I think he solidified his, his spot as the the starting LT for the future. I, had, I mean, this dude is playing no, out of his mind. I had the next no one, The next $100 million man. Dude, he, I he's, no, he's a I freak. Had no idea. I had no idea he was an American. I had no idea until th- this past week when they were talking. Yeah, just because his last name is what it is. He, he's no. German, German or Austrian, no, right? No one, no one makes a left tackle talk. He's Austrian. Austrian. Cares about Austrian? That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, they kept saying it last year on the podcast. He was yeah. the the first rookie to do hella different stuff, being from a different country or whatever. Man, I, I, I think that guy is long-term for us. I, I think he's going to be a cornerstone on that line. Since we are giving shout-outs, I want to give the huge shout-out. Uh, I already said A-plus, Matt. You can go ahead and write that down. I think A-plus is I wrote great. It. I wrote it when I said it because there was yeah, no uh, Tony Sperano Jr., offensive, offensive line, line coach, coach, coming in, getting that line right. Yeah, I, 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 fixing I, it. He was, he was my number one coach outside of head coach, obviously, to come in and put a stamp on this team. This man has done it. He's got this team back to where they should be motivated, getting Quentin Nelson to play back to his form. Um, Ryan Kelly, uh, as we see a comment here about concussions, I don't think that's something that we could, should even talk about or debate or even discuss anymore. Concussions are concussions, what they are. Got to take them more serious. Um, but getting him back, and even as we made front of Braden, uh, Braden Smith a little bit, but he's been one of the – I want to say the highest graded uh, right tackle all season long. Um, so when these guys are in there, whether they're backup swing tackles um, or not, all these guys have come in and played well yeah. played together. So I will, shout out I, will say this. I will say this. It's been a few years since <laughs> the offensive line has been happy with their coach. Yeah. I think that's the one position group we've had that has openly expressed that they're not happy. And this year they've all been excited and happy to play. So, yeah, and, I agree. That's a good shout-out right 
I, I think, think uh, too, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Marco. No, no, go ahead, Drew. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, like, at least it, since Chris Ballard has been here, like, the O-line has been the stamp of Colts football. Like, that, that, that is our culture. That is our identity. So, the past last six years year, Ballard. Yeah, and, and, and last year, just seeing how ugly it was, it, it was, like, disheartening. It was like, oh, my God, this isn't even the same team. So, to get back to that level of O-line play and see elite O-line levels, man, it's just – it's so encouraging. Football's yeah, I just, one of the bridges, uh, man. It always has been. And that's why I get, don't get the hate for Ballard because I'm like, bro, he builds the team the right way. Obviously, we want him to fix some things. But yeah. I wanted to get Zach's perspective because on this because uh, the fact that Matt brought that up about not liking your coach or whatever or having an issue with your coach or how you're playing, um, going to Zach who actually played offensive line, I know not at the NFL level, but still the same, when you're always having to go back in the pass pro, you're not liking it as much. You're always on your heels and having I to mean, defend, defend, defend. Don't you always want? Don't you sometimes want to be able to put your weight and your body on somebody, somebody and and move them? For me, so, I was I was five eight, like three oh five. So like I was agile enough and had good enough footwork that it really didn't matter. But like yeah, if you talk to any offensive lineman, we love to run the ball. My favorite thing to do is hit a nose tackle and then go scrape up and decleat the Mike linebacker and then stand over him and, and laugh at him when, when the running back cuts off my back hip for a touchdown. Like, yeah, any offensive lineman. That's football. Like, it all starts up front, and it's the one spot in the team where if you suck, the whole team sucks. Like, yep, exactly. All right. Defense. We're going to start with the worst room on the defense, cornerbacks. F. Oh, God. I don't give them an F. I don't give them an F. But I'll give, I'll give the young guys. I'll give the young guys Brent, um, Jalen Johnson. Let me break this down. Jones. Brent, Jones. 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 And um, oh, who else is the young guy that been playing? Baker Jr. Baker before he Jr. got hurt. Those guys have been exceptional. Oh, oh no. You meant Dallas Flowers. Dallas Flowers. Those guys have been exceptional. Ass. <laughs> like exceptional. They've played well. Um, I'll exclude Kenny Moore because he's the best nickel in the league, and yes. y'all heard y'all heard my piece about it earlier. But um, the outside guys have outside of the rookies have been horrendous. So I give an F because the lack of depth and it's embarrassing and it sucks to watch. I think I'm next, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a C. I think we had one of the worst stretches of cornerback play in Colts history <laughs> for like two weeks there, right? We had Greg Toller. We had Greg Toller. So hold on. I got to put myself out there. What year was Greg Toller starting? Was that 14, 15? Oh, well, 15 years. No, 13 years. Dude, like my, years. my Facebook profile picture, remember when he wore that blue visor to training camp? I, I That was my background picture. <laughs> For about four weeks till he went out there and started. <laughs> Bro, and that's never mind. Quickly. Get him out of here. <laughs> but uh, Bro, Greg told her, Greg Greg told her to keep someone warm if he was a jacket. All right. What's that? Did you eat lead paint chips as a child to make that, to make Greg Toller your background photo? We didn't know he was that bad in training camp, bro. <laughs> True. Oh, that's and, fair, the Colts, bro. and the Colts never had any swag. They traded for him. I think that was the best. I think that was they the best traded trading. That was the best Madden rating I've ever seen in my life because he was god awful in Madden. <laughs> I used to, I used to hate when people would just throw it to his side every single time. I'm like, oh. Did he have Gerard Powers opposite of him? Uh, Powers would have been Ron, gone by then. Monte Davis. Monte Davis. Davis. Yeah. Oh, gross. Never mind. 
That was my first coach jersey I could afford to buy. Mr. Halftime. I mean, he was legit. Yeah, that was for a different team. For us, he was legit. And then we had Coach Davis was good. Yeah, we yeah, ain't we have nothing to do with him over in Buffalo. Like everybody acts like Wait, when the team gets good, they I thought him and D-Butt were the DBs. They were in no, DB was nickel. Nickel. Nickel and safety. Nickel. I thought he played outside. Never mind. All right. Mm-hmm. He played nickel and then he shifted to safety his last year with us. Because he was getting slow. But think Trev, you're next. Trev. Yeah, yeah. yeah Trev. Uh yeah, for DBs overall, man. Or C B uh cornerback, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go like D plus. Uh, I'm right around there, man. I'm just that that to me that is our biggest need right now. Uh, and obviously we have these young guns with uh, Brents, uh, freaking Jalen Jones, who, who's played very well. Um, hopefully Dallas Flowers when he's healthy. So we we have possibilities there. But as of right now, seeing uh, uh, Baker and uh, 39, I already forgot his name because he's Flowers. Tony Brown. Tony Brown. Baker. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, seeing these guys get burnt uh, every week, man, I, it, it would, I, I can't go any higher than a D plus, man. So I, I, I like the potential we have with the young guys, but the guys we have out there playing every week because Brent is hurt and everything, it ain't it. it that, that's the reason that we get scored on. That's the reason that we have lost a couple games. Like uh, it, it's, it's unacceptable. So that, that's a D plus for me. I'm going C plus. Um, so, yeah, I just think this room has dealt with a ton of injuries. It's tough to give them a real grade. But, obviously, I think that when we had our starting guys, if we had Dallas Flowers and Juju Brent starting all season or even Jalen Jones um, and uh, and Juju Brent all season, I think this team would look majorly different. And, yeah. um, and it, it give us a, a lot bigger space to work with. Um, and so we wouldn't have to go to some of these undrafted guys so soon. Um, but I definitely think this is a C plus for what we've had to work with. I almost wanted to give it an I, but obviously you can't do that with a cornerback room because you're getting targeted more. You're on the field more. It's not like a tight end room. So I'm going C plus to the cornerbacks. So I actually agree with I agree with Demarco 100. percent I know that never happens. So take it, mark it, whatever. Normally me and Demarco are not in agreement on things, but I actually agree here. What what um, day is that? What is that? Six thirty-two. Demarco and Matt agreed on something. <laughs> First time in show history. I actually want to say, uh, what's his name? Darrell Baker has actually improved the last couple weeks ever since he got benched for Tony Brown. So I know we have a lot of you know he lost us a couple game or he lost us one game essentially. Yeah. Um, but after that, after, and he got benched for Tony Brown, and then Tony Brown was the god-awful Greg Toller, whatever. Traffic cone. Um, yeah. Um, I think that Baker has played well. Jalen Jones has played well. Uh, Kenny Moore is Kenny Moore. Uh, of course. And Juju. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to steer away from Juju because I think Juju will be back soon. He's not, like, out for the season. So he'll be I back eventually. I love Juju. I think Juju alone gives me. Yeah, I think I get give that man an A plus alone, single handedly, just he's because he's great. a rookie. He's a rookie, and he hasn't steered away from playing aggressive against top receivers. And I love that. And he's talked trash to them. They've talked trash to him. And I love what he brings to the defense. He just and he comes out. Yeah, he doesn't act like he's a rookie. And if you and if you see a player beat him one play, you're not beating him again. Yeah. 
He comes back aggressive. Now, him and Josh Downs. Him and Josh Downs. I love Ballard for those yeah. two picks. Those yep. are dogs. Those, two picks. those, are, those dogs. are dogs. That's, yeah, that's future of Indy right there. That's future of Indy right there, in my opinion. And then also uh, agree with you on that, too, for Jalen Jones in, in, in that same conversation, Max. Jalen Jones, I want to say um, he hasn't got the targets yet up just because he hasn't played that much yet, but he's one of the highest-rated corners over the last, like, three or four games that he's started. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him, too. Uh, I, I do want to – I do think it's fair to just give them an overall C or a C-. minus. Yeah, and again, it's, it's been tough because guys have been injured. Uh, and I, I just I want to throw it back to pre-draft episodes. If you guys remember, uh, I watched I watched Brent's play at freaking Kansas State, and I knowing he was an Indianapolis kid, I was like, dude, this guy fits our defense. He fits our culture. Like he was one of my number one guys that I just want on this team. And he he's, he was all that and more for us when he was healthy. So I can't wait for this guy to get I also back think on the field I, and start dominating. Was it was it pre-draft when Isaiah Rogers got suspended? Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't remember no, the exact time uh, frame. No, no, I want to say, I want to say it was, it was right before we made Frank the um, three pick. I want to say it might have been like the the week before the draft. Yeah, because Ballard ended up taking Ballard ended up uh, what was it? Because the news came out, Ballard took three corners, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is why Ballard took three corners or whatever." It and, must have been around there, yeah. And, and he was saying that he was going to take three corners regardless, so it just kind of worked out that way. Yeah, so I think it was pre-draft. Oh, Devils are losing. My bad. I got distracted. <laughs> oh, you're good. I don't know if you saw my hands go up. I was throwing a touchdown for Florida. We up That's on top of Missouri right now, 14 to 13. We're losing. We're losing to the Rangers, man. I hate the Rangers. That's a dollar in the bucket, man. I know, bro. I know. What do we uh? What do we got for safeties? We're up to like forty dollars just this episode. I got bees for all of them. For the safeties. Uh, about you, Damon. Uh, I, I got a. a for. I guess we're going the same way, Matt. I got an A. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! We're not going the same way. I was going A for Julia Blackman, and then I was about to go C for everybody else. I Even got, Rodney I, Thomas. I got an yes. A. That's interesting. I got, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna back down. I did think about that. It yeah, like only, it, it bring me down to like a B plus, truthfully. But I mean, that, we have not complained about that position group maybe but one time, and I think that was a blown coverage on the no name Rahid Shahid um, yeah. from New Orleans that went for like 200 yards against us on three receptions. Yeah. Thomas thought he's playing cover four, and he's supposed to be playing cover two. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he got beat like a drum. Yeah, and played catch up at the end, which just didn't work. Um, that's the only thing I could really think of glaringly that kind of stuck out to me bad about the safety. So I'm gonna go A here, man. It's nice to have a position group on the defense that's not playing like crap. Yeah, and that that that's the route I was gonna go too. Like Blackman is is a borderline A plus for me. Uh, Rodney Thomas, I, I'm a little lower on, but I'm still impressed with this play given where he was taken in the draft, what his expectations were. I I, I have <laughs> Devils must have got scored on. <laughs> I have Rodney around like a, a B because uh, I think he played very well against Carolina, but obviously he got smoked in New Orleans, so got a hit or miss. But overall for the group, I, I'll say probably B plus for safeties. We have no excuse, all right? We just lost five to three with an empty nutter at the end there. No excuse, man, because Luke Jack Hughes is back, Czar is back, like it is bullshit. One of them games. So, yeah. so I give them I give them a C because I'm sorry, but our corners are trash, and you ain't doing nothing to really help. Yeah, two picks against Carolina. 
Okay, that's Carolina, dude. Or sorry, uh, yeah. New <laughs> I'm just saying. And that was Kenny Moore, and that was Kenny Moore. It was, yeah, I mean, I meant Patriots. My bad. It, this was and yeah, it was the Patriots. It's Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Well, you, yeah, play who's in front of you. The game. So, but I'm just saying. I mean, I get it. I get it. Like we're not complaining necessarily about the safeties, but at the same time, what are the safeties there for? If the corners get burned. And if you know you got Tony Brown in there, who's not essentially a fast corner or a Darrell <laughs> Baker, <laughs> you know, and and these guys are getting burned and you're not there to help. I'm sorry, but that affects you, too. So your individual play, sure. But when it comes to who's getting burned on the outside and you're not there to, for support like a safety is supposed to be, essentially these deep passes go on you also. Hey, uh, sorry, everybody in the comments. We we definitely are seeing your comments. We're just not reading them off because we're trying to go through the grades. But um, definitely see you in there, uh, Nathan and Dave. Uh, we get that Isaiah Rogers was suspended in June, but the information came out around draft time is what we were talking about. But, yeah, totally agree. That definitely set us back then. Um, as for me, I got the safeties at a B-. minus. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember, but I had definitely complained about Rodney Thomas because I had him as one of my breakout, breakout players of the year, along with Quiddy Pay. I thought we would see more of him earlier. I know he has a really good passer rating uh, as far as stopping quarterbacks, um, but I, I just thought he was going to take off a little bit more and be more efficient in, in the bigger games that we needed him for, not just against Mac Jones and 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 uh, rookie Bryce Young. So. Um, I definitely like to see this safety room step up a little bit more, um, but uh, I had them at as, as a B minus. I would like to see them play just a little bit better. But I think they have been pretty good overall. And it's it's one of those things too that goes hand in hand. Like they like Matt said, their job is to cover when those safe, when those corners get burnt. However, when that's happening every play, it's like how often can they go over and help that corner? You know what I mean? Like. If your corners suck, your safeties are going to look like they suck too. It's, it's, I mean, it's, as for me, I'm I'm not really looking at plays where you get burnt. It's being a playmaker. Just sure. make plays consistently because this is the NFL. Everybody's going to get burnt at some point. Everybody's going to get beat at some point. But just are you making enough plays to change a game is what I want to see. So as yeah. long as you're changing changing the game and forcing people to be different, that's what I care about. All right, yeah. man, you, you can get burnt. I don't give a care about you. And yeah, I, I think Blackman does that. I think Thomas is, is solid, but he's he's not exactly that playmaker like Blackman is. So that's that's why it raises the grade for me. But I, I totally yeah, no, I, I just I just I'm very I'm very critiquing on defense. You guys know that because I was a defensive guy. So it's like when I yeah. when I coach defense, I look at how you play individually, and then I look at how you play as an overall right. team. And I think I think safeties and DBs kind of go hand in hand together. But I wanted to grade them individually, so yeah, I shouldn't be giving them a C. I should be giving them higher because we agreed on doing corner and safety separate. So yeah, yeah, we'll go there. I just I just hate putting all blame on you know plays that are thirty five plus yards on just corners. Cause no, that's fair. Yeah. Got to communicate your defense as a whole. Yeah. Zach, what do you got? What was your grade? Did you already go? Yeah, I had him as a B. B. Yeah, I, I put him down as a B for everybody. I think that's. I think right. it was like I think it was like B plus B minus, and then one A, yeah. and then B. me just being stingy. <laughs> All right, uh, where line, are we going on linebackers? linebackers. Oh, I I got A plus. I'm not even linebackers. Good. Yeah, come on. A plus all day. A plus except for Shaq. Shaq is I was say Shaq might bring us down to just you know a regular. You know actually, better yet, better yet, I'm going all the way down to S 
I'm giving him an S for soft. Ooh, that's painful. I that's think painful. linebacker is the actual position group right now where it's fair to give individual grades. That's my personal opinion, just because EJ, B+, plus, right, could be an A, depending upon rotation. Uh, Zaire Franklin, A+. Plus. A plus. Plus, plus. Saguna Luby, B+. Plus. Shaq Leonard, I think we all know we're going to go with that. C minus, D plus. Is he really not getting that many snaps for him to week week in, week out? Dude, he's only getting like 33% of the snaps on the No, he's not getting 33% of the snaps. This past week he played like the whole game. He got got 77% of the snaps this past week, and they split up the snaps between uh, Alubi and EJ. Did y'all see? Yeah, how I, many I don't know he what he's avoided. complaining about anymore. And, and, and the score, yeah, yeah. and they probably, they, no. and, and the Patriots probably wouldn't have scored six if Shaq didn't play seventy-seven percent. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was, I, I was pretty big on defending Shaq, but after that game, man, it's like you can't keep begging, you can't, contact. you can't keep begging for snaps, and then literally not making any plays. Like, I think, I think. We all thought Shaq was a very good linebacker, but what we saw from him were the splash plays, creating no, turnovers. I, I thought Darius was a really, really good player. I don't know who this well, fucking Shaq. I mean, regardless, regardless of regardless of names, number fifty three, we thought he was a good linebacker. Um, and then what he Great. his ability to create turnovers, even when he had his limp before he completely missed like all year or whatever. Still got a pick. That was the guy, like he was still getting turnovers and and that's just not what we're seeing. So it's no. like the fact that you're you're willing to fight for snaps from a guy in EJ um, who, like who like if we gave individual grades, I mean he even said on, on the trenches podcast that he put himself above Shaq as far as rate rating linebacker. And he should. So, I mean uh, I'm giving him an overall uh, the linebacker room, giving him an A minus, but I think uh, Shaq needs to chill. And it's, gotta... it's crazy because like his biggest thing was his instincts, right, and his ability to just go and meet that ball and make that play. And now we see his him. instincts aren't there. His exactly, aren't there. he's like hesitant. Like the running back froze him. Like he backed up and he was caught like this in, in, in a freeze was, frame where you could take a picture of him throwing his hands in the air. Like I, it was like so, I said, if you look, if you look at the Patriots game when I was watching it on Monday, right? Because I was able to rewind, watch again, rewind, watch again, whatever, right? They were running uh, those those stretch runs with uh, Zeke. They were running with that other running back, uh, uh, Stevenson. Stevenson. Yeah, and those were plays that Shaq used to blow up. Yeah. Shaq used to blow those up. Now he just he was walking into the blockers. He was walking into the lineman and just letting them block. I'm like, that's not the Shaq that we know. Like your instinct before was you read that play and you attacked it. That's what you were known for, and you weren't just attacking it. You were punching at it. Like you were. That's typically a, a turnover play, right? There. That was his ball, yeah. And I so, I know that I, it, it while while Matt it may have sounded like you were kind of out of pocket for saying that. Shaq, if Shaq doesn't play, they don't score. That scoring drive, he had three opportunities. Twice on third down, he was scared yeah. of contact. Scared of contact. Say that again. Third, long. third and long. Third Let long. an offensive lineman hold on to him. You could see him like with yeah. his arm extended. Yep. Like it's a basketball play. Calling for a ball and post. He literally had his yep. hand out like that. And then he got just completely shook out of his shoes on another on another. I think it was a screen that I threw in the chat, screen. right? It was, it was a screen. A screen. Yep. I, I don't. There's, here's why I do disagree with y'all. His inst, his instincts are there because you see them. You see his eyes. You see his face in the play. But he's scared of contact. It's like a That's mental block, dude. It's a mental block. I think yeah. he's 
and maybe he's not back completely from injury, right? Maybe he's truthfully not, but if EJ Speed and Saguna Luby are giving you better play, I don't care about the contract. Get them out there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Zach, you want to give your grade real quick? Um, I give Zaire an A+. Plus. I give Line, linebacker, a room. Room. <laughs> linebacker room. Y'all keep um, giving individuals and, and only like two of them are giving a grade. Yeah, linebacker Overall, room. I give the linebacker room an A. Um, as for the whole Shai, Shaq, Darius, Shadarius, whatever y'all want to call him. I really think he needs a year, and I've said that. Like, bro, it's been a year. This is his first real year of contact. So, like, this year I give him a pass because the instincts are there, but he still doesn't trust himself. So we get the we get so, the pass, but here's the thing: stop begging for snaps. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's absolutely. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But I do think it's unfair to judge a guy, you know, coming off of a, a crazy injury that he had. When like you read the reports, especially from a guy like Manning who had that exact same neck injury thing done, it takes about a year before you feel really like yourself. So. Dude, I, I mean, I'll play. Yeah, I'll play devil's advocate though. The only reason the, yeah. the only reason he's getting hated on is because he's screaming for snaps. He's right. talking trash. Well, I mean, he has. When you're no getting paid, when you're getting paid team. that money, wouldn't you though? I mean, bro. No, you're no. He's got to be honest with himself. You're getting paid. You're getting paid <laughs> to, Trev, to not play that many snaps Trev, and put yourself I, in a position. But I agree. Bro, bro pay me more. Pay pay me more to let me do less. I see you don't think you don't think he feels the pressure and is hearing it from people all around I, him. I do. Bro, I do. You're not worth the fucking money. You're not worth the money. We overpaid. But he's making it. So it don't matter. Correct. But at the same time, as a leader of that locker room, and when you hear that, what are you, what are you supposed to do? As Coach, a leader, I need as to go earn my money. Play me no. more, please. Hold on, hold on, hold on, DeMarco. I get but what you're going. But as a as leader, a, you don't go talk as to a coaches. Club, right, exactly. As a real leader, you don't. You say, guys are playing better than me. I'll take my money. I'll take the back seat, get a Luby, get EJ, and get Zaire more snaps. Clearly, he's selfish. He's selfish in that. I, I don't know if it's. I, don't I know give him selfish. a pass. I, I think I he's give him a pass. I think it's like paranoia, man. I yeah. think he's like so worried about like he needs to make these plays. He needs to get back to himself, and he's not, which is why he's he's stressing out and he's yeah. give me more snaps, give me more snaps. I need to be in there more. But then he's out there and he's hesitating and he's not making these plays. And to me, it's like, man, you're either ready to play or you're not. And if you're if you're saying you're ready and you're out there and you're playing, I have to judge you based on what you do on the field. But if you're not doing it, which right now he's not. I can't give him that pass of like, well, you know, give him another year and then he'll be ready. He's on the field. He's saying he's ready and he, and he's playing like shit. So it's it's hard to give him that pass. Yeah, I see, get it. me, me, I was named. I was the guy that gave him passes. I I, I was I was totally good. Like if he was sitting there on the on the plan that they had him for him set till November, he's literally going on air. Like he was pissed off. The whole Colts locker room is celebrating a win, and he's just sitting there like, "Yeah, like that is not the Shack that we know." No, dude. Like you were a second round pick who was called the 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 biggest bust in NFL history. You came out and made plays. You showed that you were a team guy. You loved the team you put on for the city, First and then you go through broke. some stuff, and you see a guy sitting here that's supposed to be one of your boys, EJ Speed. 
and you just want to down him by not wanting him to get any snaps, want him to get no love, no play while you're making your way back? Nah, that's fuck bad. that, bro. That's bitch that's shit, crap, bro. bro. That's bitch shit. I got, shit, I got no. I got, I got, I, I got no love for that. Like that's weak, bro. So, like, it was like I was defending Shaq all the time when people saying Shaq's not him, Shaq's not him, he's not himself. I'm like, even when he was getting 55 percent of the snaps and he was getting seven sacks or seven tackles and leading the team, that's when he was getting back to being himself, following the plan, trusting the process. Yeah. He has not done that, and EJ has been playing better than him, and it has shown. If he would have slowly worked himself back and just saying, "Hey, I'm seeing myself." Get a little better. The team got me on the snap count. They want to get me right, and my dog EJ is playing well. And boom, be a team yeah. player. You got your money. You got paid. You got paid. Like just trust the process, bro. Like that. That just. I, I after that, bro. I, I just. I just. I, I see it. I couldn't agree with Shaq anymore after. That. I see but, it. Well said. Well said. I mean, I, again, I don't think anyone's wrong here. Like that, that's me. I don't think either take. I think is Shaq wrong. is wrong. I think but, Shaq is. I do think Shaq is being selfish, yes. But at the same time, like, are you not? They're all hyper-competitive alpha males in that locker room. Every single it, one of them is that I, way. See, I would get that if he was, like, getting 10 tackles a game, 12 tackles. Like, if he yeah. was showing something. No, 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 no. He's just showing him up. On films, he's literally backpedaling playing linebacker. Not even, linebacker, not even the linebacker's first read is to step up. He's not even, not even the tackles. If he was getting the turnovers that he used to get, I could care less about the tackles. I mean, do something. I mean, do something. Anything. Do something. And I mean, this goes back. All right, this is my last point because I know we do got to move on. Um, I remember last year when we had Bobby O'Karake and we had Shaq and we played against the Rams. And I remember uh, me and Matt and also Rick Venturi called it as well. We looked soft against the Rams. That was with Bobby O'Karake. And 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 I think he was still Darius then, um, but Shaq Leonard, um, they look soft with EJ and Zaire. Please tell me a time you've heard uh, uh, Damon say soft about this linebacker. Never. Well, was Zaire on the field? Never. But beyond exactly. that, like exactly. So that's the difference. I'm liking this old school linebacker type play that we get from uh, Zaire. On every game is going hard with a busted knee, and you got fourth down stopper EJ Speed, just like yeah. Alec Pierce with first down. You also see their chemistry so, on the field together. So that's that my, that's that's my last point to it. But I, I just think Shaq gotta he gotta watch that. He gotta stick to the plan. Let EJ get his reps, man. That's supposed to be your young boy. You are supposed to show be him. Be a teammate, bro. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Edge B plus. And I give a lot of that to Odangbo and um, Eden Cam. I don't even put Quid. Quiddy's C-plus player, bro. Quiddy's great versus the run and terrible versus the pass. Um, he's I not. Think Adangbo, I don't think Odangbo is an edge. I think he's interior. He plays uh, they both. Been, they, they been, yeah, they've been using him at edge, though, when he got the, the – So, like, side. if we're going edge, it's pretty much been Ibu coming Odangbo. They're, they've been worth their weight in gold. Uh, Quiddy – He's a C plus again, great versus the run, decent versus the pass. Um, that's yeah. And then if we're also going to do edge, I know DeForest has played outside, but he's been a menace. So keep it keep I mean, keep, keep it where you know where he normally plays. When he's fair enough. I don't give pay an A plus. I just I'm not high on quitting. 
He doesn't offer me enough. Uh, Trev, what's your thoughts? Who who you got? Uh, yeah, man. I I think B plus is fair. I I think, and, and I agree completely with what you said about Odangbo and uh and Ebikim. They they've been. I mean, Ebikim is one of our best signs that we made. That yeah. has been going off. And then Odangbo has been blowing me away. Yeah. Uh, this is a guy that I wasn't sure what we had in him, and he's just showing us he might be like the next payday. You know he's what I mean? Problem. Yeah. Uh, I I think the frustration with Quiddy. He hasn't played bad by any means. It's just we had hoped or maybe even expected that this would be more of a breakout year for him. We'd mm-hmm. see more sacks from him. And, and he, he's getting pressures. And like you said, he's really solid against the run game. So I don't want to down Quiddy. Like he, he's having a solid year. We just thought it would be a, a step up. We thought it'd be a great year. And so far, it really it, it hasn't been that level. So yeah, I think I think B plus is fair. And I, I think Quiddy being around like a C plus, B minus type player. Is also fair. Uh, I'm still I'm still optimistic on the guy. I had just hoped he would take that leap this year, and he, he hasn't quite yet. So yeah, that, that's, wanted, that's where I'm at with the deal. I wanted a ten plus sack year from Quiddy. Anything, yeah, yeah. Anything less is not is not up to snuff, in my opinion. I predicted him at thirteen. Yeah, it just it doesn't look Damn. like he's gonna hit that mark. Uh, but it, and I just want to show like I don't want to be a hater, bro. He's having a solid year, just not a great like breakout next level year and that that's really why i wanted from the guys so i i'll say b plus for the for the d line or the edge rushers overall what you got damon damon i'm gonna go i'm gonna go b plus i think our defensive line hasn't been terrible this year i think there's been a couple games where we've kind of gotten here a little bit heated expecting more pass rush um but as a unit with grover on the field i think they look really solid um oh we're not talking whole defensive line man we're talking about edge edge yeah, I, I, I'm gonna keep that B B plus. Um, I like Odengbo a lot. I'm be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, he's he's that gonna was, be nice. That was a that was a pick that made a lot of us kind of weary last year. Um, but I mean, he's two years ago. Two years ago, he's he's looking he's looking better than Quiddy. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so, first round pick versus whatever second late second round pick. I mean, second round pick. Yeah, early first round pick too for Quiddy. Ouch. DeMarco? Late, late first. Um, late, excuse me. So, uh, yeah, man, um, I wish we would have just did whole D-line grade, but I guess that kind of takes away from Buckner. Um, so I'm going to go – it's kind of a weird one. Uh, I'm going to go first four weeks, I got an A+. Plus. <laughs> weeks uh, five through eight. nine, five through eight, I got a C-. Overall, I'm giving them a B-. minus. Um, after the last two games, uh, I just think that the, the defensive line they came out with pretty much record numbers. Like they were, uh, we thought this 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 D line. I mean, uh, as a whole, but uh, edge group thought they were really good those first uh, four weeks, and kind of fell off a cliff a little bit, and then kind of came back against some some battle for offensive lines. Um, the reason I do say B minus because I think Quiddy and Samson Abukum have been equally good as far as run and pass uh, pass rush because I think their pressure rates have been good. Um, obviously, they're both good in the run, um, but I just think that neither of them are closers. They're neither of them are those fourth quarter closers that got to get somebody on the ground like a Robert Matheson Dwight for you that we are used yeah. to. Um, I think that we just don't get that from them. I thought this was really going to be Quiddy's breakout year. I thought he had it. Um, I thought Samson is a great pickup, but they just haven't given us all that we need. So uh, I'm going B minus. I'm going to sound like a hater. 
I'm actually going to C minus on our edge. That's I'm going C minus. I don't think you're going, I think that's fair. I'm going C minus. I, I'm going C minus on our edge just because I think uh, they're one of the most inconsistent groups we have. Speaking solely on the edge, and I think that the majority of their pressure rates come against times where the quarterback holds the ball too long. But I also think that we allow the quarterback to sit in the pocket way too much. Um, that's why I'm giving a C minus. I think, yeah, you got some individual guys that are that are really having good years, and I do really like Com in the pass and in the run. Um, but I do think the majority of the season that they've allowed quarterbacks to sit back there too long before they get pressure on them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't think that's too critical at all. It's, it's been an inconsistent group, even though obviously, like this past week, Odengbo lit it up. But for the whole yeah. year, yeah, it's, it's like, are they going to bring the heat or not? Like, there's a couple games that they've kind of sat back and not done. There, that. there, so there were, there were more games. There were more games this year where I just sat there and was like, "Where's the pressure?" Yeah, and then, and then pressure on this guy. We're and then too, pressure on this guy. Yeah. Totally. Like, Totally because, because we're separating obviously the the DTs and the edge rushers. Like a lot of those times, the pressure that the edge does get is because Buckner and, and Grove Buckner before he got Grover. suspended are hurt. Yeah. So oh, and let's let's give credit where credit's due. Brian is playing pretty well too. So yeah. So I mean, um, yeah. Moving moving into D tackles, uh, where where you got those guys graded at, Zach? Uh, when Grove wasn't suspended, A plus, bro. The D tackle. The D tackles have been as good as advertised. Like Grove, Buckner, he's a menace. He's a problem. Um, even Tavian Bryant, who I didn't expect much from in limited situations and certain situations, he's played incredible at times as well. Um, even the young guy, uh, Timmy Olawale or whatever the heck his last name is. Yeah. He's look, he's Adatame Adabari. There it is. Adatame Adabari. Double he's A. Looked, um, he's looked really good at times so the future d tackle is bright um it's just finding another piece yeah and consistent consistency but yeah d tackle alone i have that's that's an a plus like you're gonna get the best when grove and buckner are out there that's a problem for every team in the nfl yep yeah man i'm i'm gonna give him a minus okay a minus Taven Bryant hasn't been bad. I think that's been a good pickup for us. Uh, DeForest Buckner, I think, is having damn near a career year. Grover Stewart, we're ready for him to come back. I wish we would have graded D-line in its like total, totality uh, here. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about like, two players apiece, you know what I mean? Like when it comes to like the front. So I I'm going to give him an A-. minus. No complaints. Yeah, I... I go A plus uh, before Grover was suspended. Obviously, I think those two are the best uh, DT duo in the league. I, I I don't I don't know any team that has two two DTs that are as good as what we have. Uh, but then since obviously Grover's been suspended, it brings it down to like A A minus. However, I, I I do want to say obviously Taven Bryan has played well, and then uh, Jake Martin uh, he doesn't see very many snaps, but he's he's played solid too against the run specifically. Uh, haven't hated him being in there. So, yeah, overall, man, the interior is really where we play the best on the D-line. Uh, and Buckner is just potential Hall of Famer by the time he retires, man. That, that guy is so fucking good. So, yeah, I'll go A-plus overall. So, I'm going to go ahead and go A, um, although I do think, you know, without Grover, it's it's clear that the run game offensively, you know, they, it works against us a little more. 
without Grover in there. But yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hurt the interior defensive line um, just because Grover's suspended. Because when he comes back, it's gonna be clear as day. Yeah, that he's back. So Facts. he's just um, that I dude. Agree. I think we found a good rotation of who's gonna sub in for who. Uh, with Tavion Bryant playing more uh, nose than he was playing uh, in for Buckner at the three tech. So, yeah, I, I agree there. DeMarco. Yeah, um, I'm going B minus. So, uh, obviously, uh, our A pluses, I believe, are, are DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart. I don't think there's a better um, pass, run, slash combo at defensive tackle in the NFL. But then when you look at backup, our backups after them have been absolute, absolutely horrid. We've given up, uh, I want to say, about 160 yards on the ground to each team since Grover Stewart has gotten hurt. And even when DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart were playing and they had to have that split snap count, they were absolutely getting ran all over. So um, I got I got them as a B-. minus. So basically if I graded everybody outside of Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner to be a, a C-, minus, um, <laughs> taken away from their A plus. So I got B minus for the entire defensive tackle group. All right. So we've all said A and then one B minus. So I guess we'll go A minus. I yeah, I'm a little surprised you, you were that critical of like I assume you're talking about uh Brian and Martin, right? No, he's got Brian, an easy I'm, I'm talking got about Brian person. Martin um, out of Tommy Adabari, uh, uh, I wasn't that long. Oh, Dangbo, all of those guys, uh, Eric Johnson, all of those guys who've come in, we've given up like 150 to 160 yards on the ground in yeah. between the just tackles. the last two weeks. Since yeah, I mean, yeah, has been out. So I just, yeah, I think I think the loss of Groveries. I mean, it's obviously. I mean, no, I mean, it's, even, it's evident. Even, I mean, even before that, go back to the Rams game. Well, Kyron Williams, when DeForest Buckner and and Grover Stewart were on snaps counts, yeah, we gave up 170 to them to two different running backs. So, it's just I, I I mean I feel like those guys got to be more consistent. As I said when Zach was on commenting about that. All right. All right, real quick, D line as That's a whole, team. just give a grade. Just give a grade. D line as a whole. D line as a whole. B plus. A whole. Right. B plus. Yeah. B plus. What are you going to, Marco? B plus, A minus. Zach, B. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right we're going. I, I mean, I personally just think that uh, Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner saved this entire defensive line. Yeah, I agree right. with special, that. I just, I just, I just think they're that good. Special, special teams, teams A, plus. A. A A plus, A plus. Yeah, I'll go A plus. A we plus. got All right, Rigo, Rigo, A A plus. He's having a career oh, year. Damon had something to say. Damon had something to say. My bad. With McKenzie out there, McKenzie not out there on special teams. I'm giving Ooh. McKenzie an A, man. I, I, I know, I, I, I know, I know we, I know we've had some heart attacks with him. But if you think about the plays, because there was there was two separate returns that have won us games versus New England and versus Baltimore. I know he had slips up, up on the ones before, but the big returns he had right after gave us the game. I got him an A, man. All right, Luke Rhodes, A plus. A plus for Luke Rhodes. All right, um, all right. Stay up. I, actually, I probably shouldn't be giving McKenzie an A. I actually should. I'm going like like to give McKenzie a B minus, um, but then yeah. I'm going to give uh, Luke Rhodes, uh, a plus. Uh, uh, Rigo, and Matt Gay all got A pluses, which yeah. keep keep his average up. I'll give McKenzie yeah. a B minus. Yeah. 
Colts I should have said, hey, let, 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 let's cut that uh, out <laughs> where I gave McKenzie an A. Be my Col- All right. All right, staff. I'm going to start with the front office. I'm going Ballard. I'm actually going to be probably one of the ones out here that gives him an A. I think Ballard. <clears throat> I think Ballard has done a damn good job. We might fight on this one. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll let y'all fight because I'm I'm kind of in between. I got I got I got Ball- I'm giving Ballard a B minus. It's a, it's a harsh B minus. I'm giving. Ballard. I'm not gonna fight over that. That's fair. Mm. I got, I got, I got what you got, Zach? You over there? You Zach? You sound like you got an F, bro. If you say no, F. <laughs> no, I give him a C, and here's why. Here's, here's why. Here's why I give him a C. All right, here's drafting. Where my boxing gloves at? Drafting. Oh, we can't talk about drafting, bro. Come on. Drafting. Man. He's great at. Okay? okay. Okay. My biggest complaint is, bro, sits on his hands. And is never All proactive. Right. All right, hold on, hold on. One hundred. Hold on, one second. He's one only. Second. He's only a reactive GM. Here's here's one second. Here's one second. All right, give me give me one give me one second. We're grading this year, right? So Chris Ballard right. this year. I'm I'm grading right. this year. Right. What did you want him to do in an off season where we're trying to rebuild? I understand that. But knowing he you brought see, in he brought in Samson Epcom who has bro been stellar. The, la- the lack of depth at corners we've all said from day one the average fan could see how bad it was you didn't even sign one vet not I mean not I, that, one not I one, got that not one warm body worth a damn not a practice squad player but a proven old commodity like Cameron Hayward who knows the system I know I know he's a grandpa I know he's got bad knees but like dude could still be better than some of the traffic cones you had out there at corner like you mean, you mean Casey Hayward yeah Casey Hayward oh. yeah like, but here's the, but here's the thing you can't yeah I mean that doesn't drop him to a C I'm sorry because it's like he, pro, he didn't go to me to me he's a tier two GM it's his not, it's his great Matt it's his great he, he's not the best uh, I mean as I oh, said, he knows, he's, he's never been a proactive. I disagree GM. with it, but it's his grade. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like he's never been a proactive GM. He's always been the reactive GM. So, so you do realize, because I, I was one of the people who also said Casey Hayward. You do realize Casey Hayward was injured, right? See, possibly, but there's still other people out there who know the system that you can make a sign for. You, I mean, get go sign guys, figure them out. Hey, this is what, what I'm saying. Uh, we're still five and five. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. And I put, like I said, Shane gets an A plus. The staff A plus. Well, yeah, we saw him Ballard. Oh, no, no, but, not the staff. But Ballard, but Ballard mm, C. Yeah, see, I, I got I, I got him as a B minus here. My bad, Trev. I just, I just want to rattle it off real quick because yeah, because I know Zach has he's hated the reactionary, and I think Chris Ballard's opp- opposite of a reactionary. He's an observatory uh, GM. So what he's doing is, is he's getting his draft together. Boom, he gets his free agents together. Boom, he wants to observe what he's seeing on the field. Although we as fans are reactionary and we hate the way he processes, I like the way he gets down as far as what he does to address it. What I like him to address it. Sooner, yes, that's why I got him as a B minus. But yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But I think when you go in season, you kind of overreact like some teams do. Like uh, who was it? Miami, I think it was, who picked up Eli Apple, who got cooked for two hundred and forty yards right after they picked him up. So 
it's just one of those situations where I feel like you let young guys with fresher legs come in, they develop, and you see where they go. The staff made the decision to put Tony Brown on the field, which got him cooked because he's really a nickel corner and shouldn't have been out there on the outside. So, which is why uh, my coach is that a team. And so, um, I think Chris Ballard deserves a B minus just because of the fact that yes, I would like him to make a little bit of decision sooner, maybe work out some guys, show us that you're doing something, but I do not think he deserves anything as low as a C because of the fact that he still brings in talent. He still saves our ass because if we didn't have break Freeland, we'd be dead this season. Right. If we didn't, if we didn't have some of the people that he drafted Again, at cornerback, we'd be dead this season. His drafting ability is a plus. I don't, I don't take anything away from his drafting ability. It's his inability in season to see the needs and make and address the needs. And I, I, this year, I okay, hear so this year, about this year, I have all said okay. that it was a developmental year. If yeah. you go and you go chase a I event, hear what you're saying about Eli Apple because it's easier to cut the dead weight. Okay, hold on, hold on. Because hold on. We, we're saying time. We, we say it's a developmental take, year, and then we, we, we complain that we don't go pursue a vet when we're allowing cornerbacks that are rookies and young players to get valuable experience on the field. Oh, what, which which way do we want? Do we want to so we can let Trevin so we can let Trevin Day go real quick? I just want to because I agree with Matt on this point because it's like we were seeing this team develop, we didn't know what it was going to be. So, Zach, I do get your point, but if we still had Anthony Richardson and this team was like seven and three, six and four, we look like we were actually going to be a top contender. Do you truly believe that we weren't going to make an addition still? But yeah, go ahead, Trev. You can sit on that. Hard. Sit on that. Sit, sit on that for a second. Let's let Trev and Damon get in here. Yeah, I mean, I, I do hear what you're saying, Zach. However, my my issue would be, you said he was a reactionary GM, but great first, Trev. Great first, Trev. Great first. Oh, great yeah, first. Yeah, I, yeah, great first. I, I mean, I might be the biggest Ballard truther here. I I, I got him at a minus for this season from draft time, free agency, coaching hires, all the way through now. Uh, I have an a, a minus overall. And I hear what you're saying. To me, it would be reactionary to see the issue at DB and then go and like try to sign all these vets and be like, oh, we need to fix this problem right away. I think DeMarco summed it up well saying he, he's an, uh, how did you put it? Observatory. observatory. I like that word. He, he's an observatory guy. And it can be frustrating at times because, yeah, like we see the issue, right? Like Tony Brown's getting cooked. But at the same time, like who, who's to say if he goes and spends these millions of dollars and brings in a Casey Hayward or freaking whoever the hell is out there, right? And then that guy gets cooked too, and now he's wasted money. He's destroyed the trust in those players or the young guys or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Like it's it's he does sit on his hands a little bit, and that's why to me he's not an A or A plus, which is where I'd like to put him. But I, I have an A minus because of that. Uh, but I, I just see it less harsh than you do, I guess. Now I do want to say because it hasn't been mentioned, I, I obviously one of the GM's biggest jobs is coaching hires, staff hires, and I think he hit it out of the park hiring Shane Steichen. I think the team is night and day different from last year. So that that brings it up even more for me. So, yeah, overall, uh, I think Chris Bauer is doing a stellar job. I think people give him so much shit. Go ahead. Go ahead, Damon. Damon, Damon, Damon. I'll give it a B. I'll give him a B. He is – Zach is 100% right with him being a reactive GM. I agree with Zach 100% because if needs are clear to the naked eye, as, 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 as we would call ourselves, are like, you know – Passenger GMs, whatever you want to call it, it should not get to that point where this is season in, season out. We know our needs, and our needs are very evident through week four. I think he's an A plus drafter. I think he is a C minus 
free agent talent evaluator and acquisition artist. I, I don't know how much more I could say. I mean, we talk about Ballard every single podcast, so. No problem. Go ahead, Zach. You want to uh, finish off your last comment because I know everybody's against you. You know you want to put in your last point. I mean, it's well, well, let's, let's do coaches real quick because Damon said he got to go. Oh, okay, okay. Go uh, overall coaching, Damon. Overall coaching, offense, defense, great. Special teams. B plus. Plus, I like B plus. It. And Shane's an anchor holding it above an A. You know what I mean? Gus Bradley keeping it a C with 19, uh, 1988 cover two soft shell zone defense but uh gus has came back gus has came back and had a couple good games he's caught a lot more blitzes uh special teams doesn't look too bad but uh i mean shane's got some things to figure out with his offense he's got thrown a lot of curve balls this year um and he's he's kind of done with the hands he's been dealt so i'm gonna go b plus that's fair all right zach offensively i give him an a um I give Steichen an A. Appreciate you, Damon. Just because how well he's done with the crapshoot that he's been given offensively in the hand that he's been dealt. Defensively, um, probably a little less gracious. I'm about a C, C minus. Uh, Gus Bradley, got to do more. At least try and be creative. Do something different. Um, but overall, yeah, I give the staff a B plus. Trip. Yeah, I, yeah, I think B plus is fair. Uh, definitely, Shane. Shane is bringing that grade up. Uh, to me, I'm probably the, the least critical of Gus because uh, I think New Orleans was definitely our worst game. But beyond that, defensively, I think we've been solid. So I, I have Gus at like a C plus, you know, around there. Uh, I'm not I'm not ready to run him out of town quite yet. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, special teams has been incredible. Offense is night and day from last year. So I, I'll go B plus overall. Marco. You guys might hate me for this, but I'm giving them an A minus. Um, and the and the pure reason I'm giving them an A minus is because I'm basing this off of last year. Last year, historically, we were one of the worst defenses. Last year, historically, we were one of the worst offensive. Um, I would have gave them an A plus, but I think we took a little bit of slippage on special teams, not due to our due to our coach Brian Mason, um, but just due to the fact that we lost Bubba Ventron and his special teams take a little bit of step back. We had Great Isaiah coach. McKenzie. We lost our guy, uh, our, our special teams ace. Um, and so uh, I'm giving him an A- minus because I think Shane has been absolutely terrific as far as everything that he could do as a rookie. Obviously, he still has some growing pains. I think Gus has changed up a lot. Like, this is this is the guy that calls his base defense, his cover three pretty much 90% of the time um, and sits in one specific zone. And he's changed a lot this year. Obviously, it's not enough, but I think he's changed, made many changes to his personnel, and he's got many things worked over. And then uh, I think our special teams has been solid as well. But overall, I'm giving an A minus. All right. So he said y'all are gonna hit him, but y'all are gonna actually hate him. You going low? I can see. I'm, it. I'm, I'm very critiquing of this. Now let me let me start off with this. All right, because I'm taking the Zach approach on this one. How he went with the front office. And I'm going very – I'm critiquing this. Uh, Shane, overall, as a head coach, gets an A from me. Um, just because – now, I'm looking at what he did with this team compared to what he did last year. Like DeMarco said, comparing from this year – you know, from last year to this year, solid A plus or A minus with, with DeMarco. But 
I'm not looking at it like that. What I'm looking at is the issues that we have faced this year alone. Uh, I got that we're five and five. I'm not taking record into consideration on this. I'm going with a C. And the reason I'm going with a C is because of mainly Gus, okay? But it leads it bleeds into Shane because this is ultimately Shane's team. So I've gotten into a few debates with people about this on Twitter, and DeMarco had actually seen me get into a debate with somebody on Twitter about this. And it was on the Kicking with the Crew Twitter, so it wasn't – that was my bad. I don't know if, you know, maybe I hate the show or not shit. Um, when you have so many guys get hurt defensively, you have to change. What? Exactly no, no, keep going, Matt. Keep going, Matt. Keep going, Matt. Keep going, Matt. Oh. So, like, like, when, like when all of our corners started getting hurt and everything started happening, we started putting these guys in a corner to have them play like as if they were Stephon Gilmore or as if they were uh, Isaiah Rogers or if they were Dallas Flowers, right? They were playing – we just continued to play the same defense and leaving these guys out there on an island. We weren't making changes to the scheme defensively and what we needed to do, right? And to me, that, that falls on Gus, right, because he's a defensive coordinator, but at the same time that falls on Shane because this is your team. So overall, you oversee everything that happens roster-wise. You oversee what happens schematically. Even, you know, defensively, you can disagree with Gus. That's not Gus's defense if you're Shane Sykin. This is your defense. This is your team, right? And offensively, I'm sorry. I understand we have Gardner Minshew, but the last couple of weeks we've won because yeah. of that said defense. Yeah. We, we I mean – you have got to figure it out, bro. We're, we're five and five. I got it. So that's great. And I'm excited. But at the same time, you, you've you got to figure this out offensively. Shane is getting praised for his creativity and what he's done with this team. But offensively, he's been struggling. You brought JT back. You gave JT full reins at the running back position without earning it or even taking it from Zach Moss. Man, this whole side conversation is about to drive me nuts. <laughs> no, I yeah, I mean, I I think it's been a huge part of like the the lack of offense in the past two weeks of just like cutting Zach Moss out of the game plan. I I don't understand that at all. I'm sorry, like to me early on, I, I was saying this like JT's coming back, but Zach Moss still earns to be the first running back yeah. on the roster because he's the guy that's been doing it all year, and. You just completely cut him out, like. Well, yeah, you pay JT. Well, that's not the point. But JT didn't come back and earned it yet. You see what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like the same thing, right? It's 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 the same thing with Shaq. Like Shaq is trying to scream, he wants his position back, but he hasn't earned it. But JT, I mean, I got it. JT has been looking better every week, but you can't completely cut Zach Moss out. Yeah, you just can't no. do it. Both Good coaching yeah. wouldn't do it, right? Good coaching wouldn't do it. But I mean, at the same time, like. You invest in players who you paid, and that's kind of the reason why I feel oh, like, I like Shaq Leonard is getting so many chances and why they've literally thrown, you know, a dirty napkin on Zach Moss and said, you don't even matter anymore. Here's four touches. You but know, the, but to me, this is, this, is why, this is why I don't give the coaching staff the A or the A-. minus. That's, that's a fair critique. Because I think, I think, yeah, we face some things, but Gus has been in the league for as long as I've been alive. And he should know better 
than to put these corners on an island and keep them in the same system as if they're a Stephon Gilmore or an Isaiah Rogers or a Dallas Flowers because they're not. You can't keep you can't put a single high safety. Yeah. And expect these dudes to not get thrown. <laughs> You should have, the reason the reason these corners have been playing better the last couple of weeks is he switched to a cover two. Like D- Damon complains about it, but at the same time, the, the, who we have at corner right now, we have to play. Yeah. And it's 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 they've performed better in that aspect. So, uh, yeah, I completely understand it. And j- just sorry, but just going back to Zach Moss, like we've come on here every week and, and praised Sykin for his ability to hold players accountable, right? But at some point, like. The coaching staff has to hold themselves themselves accountable and be like, why are we taking this guy out of the game plan completely who's been balling for us? So I I believe Damon said he was still like fourth in the league in rushing yards after basically not playing for the past couple weeks, which is insane. Like that shows you how talented this guy's been. I understand he's probably not in our long-term plans, right? We just paid JT. We're not paying two running backs. I understand that. However, he is on the roster right now. He can help you win games right now. Give these guys all games. Yeah, the dude has won us games. Yeah, like let the dude play. I just I, that has been my biggest point of frustration for our offense overall in the past month or so. Is ever since JT's come back, we've just thrown Zach Moss to the wolves, and that just I, I don't like it. It doesn't make sense, and it, it's bullshit. Yeah, my comment on this is um, I don't think it has anything to do with pay scale. I think I think it has to do with the opposite of what Frank Gray would have done, and that's play your best players. He didn't know how to. He didn't run them enough. I think my only quorum with the whole JT and Zach Moss uh, carry thing is just there was no split. Like exactly, it went from, it went from splitting to zero. Right. Is my that's only I mean. problem with it. Other than that, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think JT is the better back. Obviously, he hasn't been playing. I also think from the last few weeks that Moss has been carrying the, the entire team, he was starting to look a little worn down. So I think for him, this even helps his longevity. And if something were to happen to JT, who's taking the workload, you can go right back to him being more healthy. So I have no problems with this at all. I think it kind of works in our favor. I would like to see a little bit closer of a spit or, or Moss at least closer to 10 um, as far as touches. But uh, I got, I got. Yeah. No. And, well, yeah, just let, let, let me clarify, too. Like, I, I'm by no means saying Zach Moss is on the same level as JT. I, I'm a huge JT fan. I, I'm not saying that by any means. I'm just saying exactly what you, what you said there is give the guy 10 carries, eight carries even. Like, don't don't leave him on the side. Not just, not just carry. I mean, touches. I mean, even touches. Yeah, he like, had the Baltimore catch for a touchdown. So. Yeah, exactly. He, he, and he presents a different running style, and now the defense has to adjust based on who's there. Like, JT is, is JT, obviously, but – we all of us would be lying if we sat here and said he's 2021 JT right now. He, he hasn't played to that level yet. He's still getting back to that. He's playing well. I'm not knocking the guy, but he's not that level. So you might as well throw different looks, give Zach Moss a couple carries, a couple touches, let, let him just present a different look and run somebody over a couple times a game. And it, it just, it's not going to hurt our offense. So I, I don't know why we don't do it. Best part about this bye week is you do a lot of self-reflecting. So we'll see and, what yeah, about this so. team after the bye week and see what what we thought was what could get better. Yeah, offensively and defensively. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. Appreciate uh, all four of you folks who stuck through the last two hours with us. Oh tough. wow, we did bring two hours. We did. 
Uh, my uh, my final grade is the uh, fan base. I give like a D plus. Super Dang. annoying. Fan every base week. still get an F for me. <laughs> still get an F. Overreaction. I was even telling my wife the other day that we have probably the dumbest fan base in the NFL. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like our fans are just dumb. It's all that math, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you was mad at it earlier, but you know it's true. <laughs> Fair. But hey, yeah, since it has been two hours, man, I'm about to get up. Yeah, yes. man. Thank you, everybody that that came um, in. Listen, shout out to ZTV, NDTV for broadcasting. Hey. Shout out Joey. Uh, shout out our other guests. Like, hey, shout uh, out to Joey, Destin. Um, do appreciate all of you guys, uh, everything you guys do, not just for us, but for Colts Nation. Um, know you guys had some some major close stuff going on at home. So uh, condolences. Um, appreciate you guys. Um, shout out to everybody who who stuck through, especially Dave Stewart, who was the 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 last guy still here commenting. Um, real quick, overall team grade. Overall team grade, I'm giving this team an overall B plus because this is far better than what I expected. I expected the Indianapolis Colts to be a six-win team. I expected them to have eight wins if everything went perfect. It has not went perfect, and we are still at five. So Yeah. Yeah, I'll say B. I'm with it. Yep. Give Zach? us a B. No. <laughs> Give us a B. I'll take the B. I, yeah. I'm solid with it. I'm, I'm with the B. Yeah, I'm with the B. All right, All right. Appreciate so, yeah. it. shout out to everybody. Appreciate y'all. Go like, sh- uh, share, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and, uh, Twitter. You know, and if it's Friday, if it's Friday night and y'all are watching this, appreciate y'all coming and watching again. Make sure to come the next day when we are live. Hell yeah. Just so y'all know, this, this these episodes do get aired the following Friday. Bye, so Mom. We'll be aired again Bye, next man. Friday. This episode will be. So. All right. Everybody. Appreciate y'all. Go Colts. It's a bye week, but go Colts. Second down, he fakes the Taylor. Fires over the middle, completes. Pittman, Pittman.